What's happening? You have the power. Hello and welcome to Power Play Through a Ranger Review Podcast. My name is Dan. My name is Freddie. And we are coming to you live from the Ranger Room at Mammoth King Studios in sunny Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. And uh, I'm we, sorry, I didn't give much to that. <laughs> so I, did, that I didn't there's the, so reciprocate the energy. So we have started, we're doing something new this recording and we're standing. Yeah. And I'm really liking the standing energy. I don't we, know. We did you. it. We did it for VR Troopers. We were kind of losing our minds during that, but yeah. But I'm really feeling this standing energy. I'm okay with I'm it. I'm feeling a lot of big wheel energy right the now. Big wheel energy. That is important. Yes. Unfortunately, we are covering a bummer of some episodes. Yeah, like these are good episodes, but the in the end, what you we yeah. realized something, and it and it 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 was very like a dreary realization. Yes. It was very sad because... And not to keep you in suspense, but we have reached the end yeah. of Austin, Walter, and Twee. Yeah. They it's, are no longer members of this show. The, pretty much. From basically after the second episode in this block we're doing here, Yes, all the footage, all the voiceovers, all that stuff is going to be basically clipped and Frankensteined from other episodes it is poorly done yeah it is very clear that they were out in a hurry and they kind of just hodgepodged some stuff until they got to the footage with the power transfer yes um it sucks <laughs> like i mean these episodes are good but it's you can't ignore it now like i mean as a kid obviously I ignored it because i didn't you know i didn't pay attention to that i didn't realize that that was happening yes like, I thought they were there the whole time, you know, and that just shows how you perceive things, you know, and when you're looking for these details and stuff, it's 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 very apparent. And, it, and it, it, again, it's just a bummer, dude. Like, it was, it's a sad realization. Yeah. From the beginning of that episode, Zed's Monster Match, yeah. we started noticing that they were laying the foundation for their yeah. exit. Yeah. And then, they, they, the, like, first bit of dialogue is basically them talking about... The, the youth piece. summit, yeah, the the conference. But um, let's get us going with the first episode in this block, which yes. is two it, for one, two for one, which originally aired October twenty fourth, nineteen ninety four. Mm -hmm. This was written by Douglas Sloan, and it was directed by Jerry P. Jacobs. He handles just just let you know he handles all of it. Yeah, Jerry P. So Jacobs handles. He helms it for these three episodes. Well, if you'll notice, like whenever something big is coming up, yeah. Like, uh, next week's block is going to be the ninja encounter. Yeah. And Shuki Levy will handle that entire block. So whenever it's a big thing, yeah. Levy hops on. But generally, like, right before, they're like, well, let's hand off the duties to one person. Yeah. 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 So I, I guess it's more to make it more, like, concise. Or yeah. Anything, like, to follow one thread. I don't know. But uh, this episode... Is we it's called two for one because we get two monsters in it. Yes, we do get two monsters in it, all coming from one source. Yeah, and uh, this is this is a really interesting episode because 
we are starting Die Ranger monsters, right? Yeah, we, we these these are these are Die Ranger monsters right here, and we've had a few so far in this. But like the interesting things are like some of the quirks of the monsters from Die Ranger are really lost in this. Yeah. So. And like you know that that shows now that we've been exposed to Die Ranger is only when we notice this, you know. Yeah. Because there is a lot of traits to these guys that they can't utilize just because of how much footage is unusable in Mighty Morphin. Well, which is a shame. But I mean, like the real task that comes at hand with these is the fact that now they're using footage with Ranger footage they can't use and human footage. Yeah. So that's a real. It's a real Can't, toughie. Yeah. Some of them, like um, Pursehead, Pursehead, who's one of the monsters in this, they have the suit for We it. got the suit. So they have some American footage of American suits, uh, American ranger suits fighting fighting Pursehead. But uh, the funny thing is, is that they use just white ranger. They, we see the other rangers with them, but yeah, it, it does devolve into just white ranger actually that's another good point uh these are kind of just showcases for the white ranger these three episodes here yeah and i'm all about it because white ranger automatically automatically uh, like a step above yeah much cooler like we've we're back on the tommy train yeah yeah like i'm full on wearing a hat i bought a whistle we're at the mall tommy's (laughs) tommy's driving the train around the mall yeah and i'm not getting off having a good time yeah having a real good time so this episode starts out in the juice bar, like every episode, and yeah, Kimberly, Kimberly comes in and she's ha- she's showing off her outfit. Yes, because she's going on a date. Yep. She, so, she has her outfit, and she also has her cool little uh, see-through purse. Yeah, her clear purse. Inside it, she has her mom's like little coin purse. Well, they say your mother's purse, and like they don't really justify which part it is but we do notice that there's a coin I, purse I on have it. to think it's the coin purse because one it looks like the the monster yes two no mom that like so let's say let's say Kimberly's mom had had her when she was in her late 20s yeah that would put her you know let's see here that would put her in the 70s mm-hmm. when when uh when she when she had Kimberly yes right because She's let's they're seventeen um, they're seventeen eighteen here. This is ninety four. Yeah. So yeah, late seventies. Late seventies. So yeah, no one. I don't think there was clear purses in the mid mid early. Well, like she said on the first date with her dad. Yeah. Which so that would let's say early seventies or late sixties even. Well, we don't know what the situation was, and we don't. But I'm just going to go ahead and assume that that's too forward. That's too fashion forward. Of a purse. Yeah. For that time. And Kimberly also, like, which first date? Like, is it, are her parents back together? Because we know they're divorced now. Uh, that's true. We do, like, why does her mom care about the purse? Because, you know, you know memories, memories are important. Yeah, but sometimes when Some you divorce somebody, that's true. you don't but, want but anything people, to do people, with them. You know, people uh, carry that in different ways. Some people carry it like, you know, they, they have bitter feelings. Some people are more amicable you yeah. know, when they split, you know, who knows? But the, the important part is the little purse is significant. Yes. And, uh, so she has it in there. And Trini offers her some lipstick that she was looking for. Yeah. The color of siren song red. Yeah. Trini kind of makes fun of the name, which I love yeah. because Trini's so like, she's so, uh, Salt of the earth, kind of like you know, like she's not caught up in 
anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's not very. She's not super materialistic. You know, and she th- she thinks it's funny the the naming conventions of this makeup. You know, and marketing and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. I love Trini so much. But uh, so Richie comes up and delivers two diet sodas, yeah. and you know what? Kimberly wasn't there long enough to order anything, and I don't want to think Tr- Trini ordered ahead. I want to think that Richie came in and he said, this is my chance. I'm going to bring her and her girlfriend a soda, and then I'm going to hang around. Oh, he's, No, he, definitely, he yeah. definitely took a shot. Yeah, he came in and he said, he just came and he stared at Trini for a little bit, and then Kimberly serves up this look like, what are you still doing here? She does. And what I, what I said would send me running. Like, yeah. I, I'd be... I'd, I'd, be in shambles at that point if she shot me a look like that be like i'm sorry i'm so sorry i'm gone i, but, I, I gotta go the richie isn't worried about what kimberly's looking at no, like. he is he had, didn't even see because yeah. his eyes are set on trini and trini in turn set on him yeah and he said do you want to study with me later and she said i'd love that yeah real connection yeah uh that uh it's well, as far as we can tell, like from these three episodes, it looks like he's going to lead no- nowhere unless Richie goes to the summit, too. Well, we know from the Boom Comics in Pink that the summit leads to Trini and Zach being yeah. a team. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yep. Um, so enter our two favorite boys. Bulk and Skull come in with a newfangled device, a ranger detector. It yes. looks like It looks like a metal detector with a satellite dish on the end of it. Mm-hmm. Even like... I believe Kimberly makes a comment like, shouldn't you guys be at the beach with that? But uh, we get the name drop of Waldo. Yeah. We had my cousin, uh, they said, uh, Bulk said his cousin Waldo, does, or did Skull say it? Uh, it's Bulk from his cousin Waldo from Angel Grove Tech. Yeah. Waldo designed this to yep. find it. So, like, it's basically working off the, as we established before, the latent energy of the morphing grid. Yeah. And that's what, like, it, it and it's working. It led them to them it led them to the girls then it led them to the other door it led them to the most powerful too yeah it led them to the other door which who comes in the white and red ranger tommy and jason so it's working uh Mm -hmm. as we comment later that these boys don't connect the dots on it but they are let out and that's we got their plot thread um when they when the boys come in uh kimberly asks if he's ready ask tommy if he's ready he's Kind of like, oh, I was going to go home and change. Yeah. He's like, it's only three o'clock. And Kimberly like looks at him and then looks at the clock. He sees the clock. It's like four o'clock. Yeah. Like, like 10 past four. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just going to run. I'm just going to run home and change real quick. I forgot. Cause the thread is there that. Yeah. Yeah. This is good continuity because this has always been a thing. Yeah. Tommy's forgetful. He forgot to wind his watch. We got to put the ribbon on his finger, whatever method, whatever, whatever, like whether, yeah, whatever system he uses that never works anyway, but he didn't use it today. So yeah, he runs off and Jason has a laugh because, you know, yeah. Yeah. He knows what's up. Uh, at so, the, at Zed's, uh, palace, Zed is saying like, oh, love is in the air. You know, he's going to turn their dream date into a nightmare. Pretty Typical, but he also knows stuff. that Kimberly is being super protective over that purse. Mm-hmm. So his plan is to ruin the purse. Yeah, he laughs. We fade out back back at um back at Angel Grove Park. Yeah, we see them on their date. date. See them on a date, which involves a lot of horseplay. Yeah, just piggyback rides and stuff like that. 
Um, there, it's it's little cute uh, montage. Um, Bulk and Skull come in, and like we get to see more of the Ranger Detector, and it has like a little dial that like uh, little dial that like varies depending on if the Ranger's around, which is really just it'll point to a happy face or a sad face. The yeah. sad face saying no Rangers, a happy face saying Rangers around pretty funny yeah and then they like this thing apparently has a powerful pull too yeah, because, because they're being dragged by it yeah they're not controlling it it's controlling them so all right so zed at this point he he's been thinking about what his monster is going to be yeah. and he's like okay i'm gonna do the purse and then goldar's like what about the second one though yeah oh, could... we'll, we'll look in the purse and we'll make something else yeah goldar go steal that purse yeah because zed Feels that now with this new White Ranger, because this is the first episode after, you know, White, White Light, Light, yeah, that uh, we need another monster. We we'll send two at a time. Deal with it. Yeah. Anyway, the putties come in uh, to interrupt their date because they need to get a hold of that purse. They set the yep. purse on the ground and they have a pretty cool fight. And when I say pretty cool fight, Tommy does some stuff in this. <laughs> they both do some stuff in this. Like, they do. They're doing some tag team action. Yeah. And. Kimberly's out here doing flips and kicks and super like super high jumps and like split kicks and stuff like that. Just like incredible feats of agility. This isn't like the Pink Ranger Kimberly that we've seen yeah. in episodes past where she fights daintily. We're seeing we're seeing a warrior do work. Yeah. Uh Tommy dishes out about ten kicks in the span of three and a half seconds. Yeah. He just like, starts he spinning hit, and jumping there's and four spinning putties and that hit him at like each uh each corner, you know, north, east, south, and west, and he just does this crazy, like, split kick, spin, split kick, spin, split kick, spin, split kick, spin. Yes. That was really hard to say, and I'm very happy I just, I got it out. You just, you just did a eat, sleep, suplex, repeat. Yeah, pretty much. It was crazy looking. Then he kicks a putty up a hill. Yeah. Putty rolls up, he kicks, he kicks <laughs> a putty so hard, it just. He rolls up a hill and explodes. It ignores yeah, ignores all laws of physics and just rolls up the hill. Um, one putty manages to get a hold of the purse, and you this we found this kind of interesting that he like he grabs it, but he gets teleported separately. Yeah, and then the purse gets teleported. Yeah, it's like real. what's the whole point of having the putty grab it? Is it just to get Zed's energy on it? I don't know. It was like to separate things so that he could have access to him, but then he immediately like snatches him up with the Zed ray. I don't know. Well, the purse immediately gets turned into purse head. Yes. Like I said, we got the we got the suit for purse head. And Zed's like thing is kind of funny. He goes, <laughs> "It's my purse head." <laughs> he thinks about it for a second. He like he 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 like molds it over the name. Yeah. As he's getting the staff ready, he's like, "All right, what what'd you have? I had purse head, and then what was the other one? It was like a uh, satchel face." <laughs> Yes, uh, it won't go purse head. Per- yeah, purse head. He only shoots it out. The other mon- the or the other monster who is turned uh, turned into a monster from the lipstick, uh, becomes Lip Sinker, who is like the Die Ranger episode was great, but also Lip Sinker is very like famous from the fighting game. Yeah, that was one of the ones like she had the musical note she shot out and stuff like that. Pretty cool. At the youth center, Jason. And Zach are doing this like slap fight sparring. Yeah, they're having a good time. They're having a they're having a little boy fight. While while Billy is working the machine, everyone's looking tasty. Yeah, <laughs> everyone is look. everyone is as cut as they're ever gonna be. Yeah. And it's insane. Everyone's looking good. And they get a call from Zordon. 
Mm-hmm. And they do they have to go to the command center here? Well, yeah, because we find out Pursehead uses the uh, like compact inside him to freeze Jason and Kimberly, or mm. excuse me, Tommy and Kimberly. So like he, he pulls out a little compact, freezes them, and now they're stuck there. Yes. So they devise a plan. It was like, all right, so Billy Trini, you have to find a way to unfreeze them, thaw them out, whatever you want to say, um, and. Zach, you go help. Which is kind of funny. Zach, you go help Tommy and Kimberly. You yeah. know, keep Pursehead away from them while they're frozen. Jason's gonna go. Jason says he calls out Lip Syncer on its own. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I love anytime J- Jason takes charge. But um, there's a very interesting part here. Or I don't know, very interesting, but just kind of neat because when he says he's gonna go after Lip Syncer, you hear you hear Zach off screen say, "No way, you know, like don't do that. Don't go on your own." And when when Jason goes out, he fir- he has this little sentimental like moment with Zach yeah. for a second there. He's like, "And if I have any trouble, I'll call you. I swear." Yeah, he's like, I probably, he's like, "Yeah, bro, you better like don't." Yeah, it shows it shows a little bit. Of, yeah, and they do like they do. They got a nice little shake in. And stuff. I think that you feel this way because you're like they know that they're at the end of their road. Yeah, not not the characters, but the like actors. So they were like really trying to like show their acting chops a little yeah. bit. Well, it it feels what when and I'm very you know biased and stuff, but like it I don't know it feels real sincere. Like it's there it seemed seemed like real um, concern. Yeah, across Zach's face, you know, and Jason being sympathetic towards that. I don't know. I like that bit. It also shows character growth too for Jason. Yeah, you know, like he he's not afraid. He's now not afraid to you know ask for help if he needs it. He's always been. I have to be strong for everyone. Yeah, you know, he's always put it on his shoulders, and he's been a little like you know stubborn because of that. But it shows growth because he he will he now will you know he'll call for help if he needs it. But he also knows that he could take lip sinker by himself because he will fire <laughs> everything. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's 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 a rundown. It's kind of funny and kind of sad, but so Zach is sent to help Tommy and Kimberly. Yeah, he comes down. We get American Black Ra- American Black Ranger suit. Uh, not Walter's voice. Yeah, he whips out the power axe and then he's immediately frozen. Immediately, he Ugh. he he takes two steps. Yeah, frozen. Alpha goes, you know, Alpha's is well, Zach's in trouble too. Yeah, and he goes over to Billy's like, uh, "Person frozen, Zach." Like it's just it's in the span of fifteen seconds. It's sad. It's also nice that Trini, as we've said many times in Defender, her, Trini is involved with the um, analytical or the uh, the uh, the solution to to the problem. You yeah, know? she's she's part of the the think tank. You know, I love that. You know, because Trini is just as capable yeah. as we know. Um. Jason confronts confronts Lip Singer with not Austin's voice. Yes, but it is American footage, and what he does is he pulls out his power sword. And and he just hucks it. He just yeets it. <laughs> yeah, just yeets it across. Cuts and, her face. Yeah, we see blood running down Lip Singer's face, and, and she, she's very vain. Yes, she loves her face. I mean, she's a performer. I do also. Uh, Lip Singer, I love Lip Singer's voice in this like the the choice they made was where she has like this kind of like uh uh girly kind of voice and did she get real angry you know she like, was 
she was more appealing in Power Rangers than she was in Die Ranger. Yeah, she. But in Die Ranger, she was just jealous of beauty, so she yeah. was after. Uh, she yeah, was yeah, after Rin. Yeah, after Rin. Yeah. So, but I I do like the uh, the choice of, that the actress made with, yeah. with, with with her voice. I like that as the switches like that. It does give a lot of personality, and it's it's uh it's neat. I don't know. I'm about it. Um, so yeah, she. Uh, gets her face cut and that gets her real angry. Yeah, and, and then, that makes Zed jump the gun, makes her big because he's like, "Stop being vain, get giant, kill that ranger." Yes, yes. So we get the we get the red red dragon thunder sword. But when he says it's time for oh, the power of thunder, this is really weird. This is where we get not Jason. This saying, is where we get like to the point where it's like, oh, this is this is kind of like even more. This is kind of more personal. It feels yeah. We're at the point where we're seeing now him, he calls for the power of thunder and does the Tyrannosaurus Red Dragon Thunderzord power, but it's not Jason. Why is it not Jason? They have this, they have this audio ten times over. To the point where when the Rangers join him, they use everyone else's voice. They use Zack and Trini. Like, what was this about? What was that about? I don't know. I don't know. That's so weird. There's no... There's no because even in the next episode they use Austin. Yeah. They use Austin's voice for the call because they have that on file. You know they could use that anytime, but they don't use it here, and it just feels like it's it's you you get this sense like something's wrong here. You know like when you're watching a show, like a you know God forbid you watch like a show on the strip or something like that, and one of the actors gets hurt or something yeah. like that, but it's kind of like low key and it's. It's in the background, and they. I've seen it quite a few times. Right, because well, you you work in it, you know. Yeah. So, but like you see something like that, and they kind of the show must go on and all that, but it's just got this uncomfortability. I don't know what to call it. You know, it's got this uneasiness. It's like why wouldn't they use Austin's voice? But that's where we're at. They they're not using his voice for this for whatever reason. Yeah. So he calls down the Red Dragon Thunderzord, going to warrior mode, obviously, and we get a little scuffle going on there. Because uh, in Die Ranger, this was before the appearance of Die Reno. Yeah. So what we're going to see is something that we'll rarely see, and it's going to be the Thunderzord assault team. Yeah, or the chariot in in, uh, Die Ranger, as it's known. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the assault team is a cool look. Yeah. It's one of those. The assault team is what our toys were named. So Yeah, that's true. So hey, we have another silent battle. Yeah, no, no talking from Red Ranger at all. Yes, as a lip syncer uh, attacks him, and she's going off, and she's very, she's very fun. Yes. Like I said, um, Billy and Trini are trading off uh, like jargon. Yeah, Billy talk. If I can only get the coordinates on the refractor shield, who? Yeah. Uh, Alpha the- lets him know that like you know the power, the systems are overloading on the Red Dragon. Uh, Thunderzord. Yeah. And Trini's saying, like, you know, he's helpless out there. And Billy says, if we elevate our power anymore, it's going to destroy the whole system. Yeah. Like, it's going to overload the computers. So, so that's the predicament. Bulk and Skull have the, with the, we go commercial break. Bulk and Skull greet us as we come back. Yeah. And they got the power, fi- the, the Ranger Finder going on. And they completely, Michael Scott here. Yeah. You really enjoyed this. I did. Because, like, I'm a huge Office nerd. I mean, everyone rewatches The Office on, on Netflix. I must have seen that show in its com- entirety like 50 times. Really? 
I've watched it a lot. It's and something to fall asleep to. I've watched it like two or three times. Like I said, man, I found out I watch things a lot more than people. The only show I've watched a ton of times is The League. Right. Well, you're a big yeah. fan of The League. I've also rewatched Always Sunny a bunch of times until they took it off Netflix, and I don't have Hulu. Uh, but uh, yeah, like rewatch The Office, rewatch Parks and Rec. Like it's just I don't know. It's what I do. I'm boring, I guess. But hmm. I, like I said, I found out that I've rewatched things a lot people have like their favorite movies and they've seen them they always say like oh i've seen it like 12 times i was like movies i think i said this but like movies i don't like or are not particularly favorites of i've seen like 12 times you know i mean i'll admit i did see green lantern in theaters three times because <laughs> look hear me out here i oh, yeah? i watched it and then i was like i don't think i liked that so yeah you and, had I, to... and I went i'm there's, I was like, I love Jeff Johns, and I love Green Lantern. So you need another go at that to, to get your thoughts in order. Yeah, and then the second time I was like, I still don't know. And I go, Mark Strong is really good. Mark Strong's the best part. And I, and I was like, I got to do it one more time. I got I to gotta do it. I got to see it. Like, is like Mark Strong and like Michael Clark Duncan as uh, Kilowog. Here, here is like it. my 100%, like, this is what I think about that movie. If they would have never come back to Earth, mm-hmm. if stayed all out, in if they space, would have been on Oa the sector, it like if the whole thing would have taken place on Oa, yeah, and it would have been the dissension of Mark Strong on Oa, yeah, the movie would have been incredible. Hmm. I mean, the effects would still be the effects they are, though. See, I which didn't are, have a problem with the effects, which aren't great though. They're not the suits aren't great. The I suits mean, aren't great. You do you but, do pop when when you know the Sinestro, you know, like the after credit scene. Yeah, that that happens. Yeah, yeah. The effects don't really hold up for me. See, I live, they actually died from the beginning. They just didn't look good. See, I live in a, I live in a like a, a fairyland of like I'm just gonna let people do them and yeah. like. Uh, we know a wrestler, Owen Travers. Yeah, the chief, man. Long live the um, chief. When the 2017 suits were announced, yeah, uh, I spoke to him, and he was like, I hate that. I don't, yeah. I don't like it. And I sat on the opposite side of the table going, this is someone else telling their version of Power Rangers. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. I didn't have a problem so much with the design. I'm just saying the effects just don't – they look shoddy. They look like, you know, they just – Look dodgy. They look rubbery. They just, I'm I'm focusing on them too much, and I shouldn't. They should be more, you know, there, and I just accept it. Yeah, you know? like because the designs, I don't care. Would like, you the have whole look? A the whole look, suit? huh? Would you rather him? I don't know suit? what would be the the right way. I think may, the CG suit is probably the right way to go, but maybe they just should have tightened it up. Also, the well, it's more so it's more so on Ryan Reynolds himself because the mask. Yes. Looks, that's really off-putting. But, like, yeah, like we said, Mark Strong, he looks good. Yeah. <laughs> he looks on point. Truthfully. Yeah. If they were going to use Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. it's Kyle. It's Kyle, hands down. I see that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is Hal. That's a tough sell. That's true. Although they do show Hal later on, like, you know... In later adaptations of stuff, Hal's more and more and more kind of towards Ryan Reynolds as far as, like, a little bit of jokey, you know? Well, they do that when movies are coming up. True. 
True. But if we're going off of growing up as a child, yeah, and feeling the way I feel, yeah, Ryan Reynolds is Kyle. Yeah, because on the serious spectrum, it goes Hal, then John. You know, as far as the serious guys. Yeah. And then, like, if you're going down to the silly side. Yeah, you have Kyle down there at the bottom, you know, because he's... Well, Guy's down at the bottom. Oh, yeah, that's true. Guy's, you're right. Guy's at the bottom. But Kyle's right, just a notch above him. Yeah. Like, or below him, whatever you want to put it. Like, you know, he's guys. not as silly as Guy, but he's he's bordering. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. That makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. That's a good take. Um, but, yeah, so... <laughs> so, Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Um... What were we talking about? We were talking about how they were overloading everything, and then Billy finishes his. Oh yeah, but he's got a little Billy device. Which, uh, looking at it, I know they don't know what this looks like at that time. But you think Dreamcast? No, I was thinking Dreamcast. It looks controller. It looks a lot like the Astro Mega Ship. Oh, dude. But You're right. the Astro Mega Ship doesn't exist in Japan at this point, and yeah. it doesn't exist here. Oh, so no, no, I know where we were. Okay, yeah, we totally got, we skipped. Okay, yeah, so that's what's happening next. But, like, the gag before that, the when we get when we return to the show after the commercial, Bulk and Skull are following the Ranger Finder. Yes. And they, what I meant by the office, like, Michael Scott, it's like, you're, if anyone familiar with it, I won't, there's a episode, and it's wonderful, when, um, when Dunder Mifflin Infinity goes online, I think uh, it was called, where the online service where you can buy rings off their website. The fraud episode. Well, not it, it was leading into that. That eventually gets Ryan arrested. Yeah. But Scott is trying to teach that, like, you know, computers can never be good, uh, good customer service. Yeah. Real human interaction. So Scott. I disagree was, with that. Scott yeah. was going around. And he was giving care packages to like former, uh, former um, consumers, former <laughs> clients. Excuse me, customers. He's going to former clients that that used to you know get their paper from from uh, Dunder Mifflin. Yes, and he's he, yeah he's giving out care packages. It's very funny, but he like so there's this whole theme of not trusting computers yeah. like that builds up because towards the. Uh, towards the f- finale or towards the end of the episode, Michael is following his GPS and he's commenting earlier. How does it know it? You know, how, do, how does it do it? That's amazing. And it tells him to turn and it clearly hasn't been updated because this turn leads him right into a lake mm-hmm. and he just refuses to deviate because the GPS says to keep going. And I've actually had Uber drivers like this where I'm just like, don't, you know, like you should just go this way. And they just follow the, the GPS because it's like, you know, it's law to them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he just drives his car into a lake because the GPS t- tells him. The boys basically do the same thing with the ranger uh, finder is pulling them into the lake. Yeah. The bulk refuses to let go of it. Yeah. He's just like, nope, this is where we're going. The rangers are down here. And they go. So that's interesting. Why do you think it's pulling them into the water? Because we found out that that thing works. Are the rangers on the other side of the lake? I mean, they might be at, well, like, this might be the beach side and that might be the park side. That's probably where Black Ranger, White Ranger, Pink Ranger are with Purse Head. Yeah, you think that's what's going on? Because I was like, wondering about that. I'd like that. to say yes. I know when they come out, they come back out on the beach side. Yeah. I was thinking, like, if only it was some way to, because this is just a lake. This isn't, you know. Maybe this, that's where the command center is. Maybe that's. Or, like, I was hoping, well, this is what I was going to say, but it can't work because this is very clearly a lake. But what if it was leading them to the Dragon Zord? 
you know, like as a drag, like, but it's not, it's not oceans. Yeah. Like it's not the beach beach. It's, it's not near the industrial district. Yeah. If it, but if that was leading them to dragon Zord. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, that's gotta be a lot of latent power just sitting down there. That would have drove in like that. That would have been cool. It bulk like, Hey, boom. That part right there where they disappear for a bit, you know, like it's just, just give us a little, go like a six pager, a well, Vulcan skull running into the dragons. Well, right now they're still doing that, uh, that Robo, uh, the Blue Centurion and Ninjor story where oh, they're yeah, fighting yeah. the the Dark Rangers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, I still after like, that, let's get more misadventures of Vulcan skull. Yeah, that was, uh, but that's that's uh, that's what I was thinking. I think that'd be neat, but uh, it is the lake at. At the park and not, you know, by yeah. the industrial complex. Anyway, Billy finishes his device, which is the reverse ocular, ocular. Yeah, that's dilator. Weird. Reverse ocular dilator? Yeah. What is the reverse of dilation? Because that's mm-hmm. making your eyes big? Yeah, regular. That's what the reverse of dilation <laughs> is. Regular. I, the eye regulator? Yes. And regulate. Billy and Trini Amazing song. And they head over to... Yeah. Uh, to the spot where Purse Head is. Who, Who's just watching? Yeah. You, I mean, like, like, he. what else are you going to do? I froze him. Yeah. Kill him? Yeah, like, I guess I'll just no. watch this because Lip, Lip Sinker's big and Zed says he's only going to use one grenade today. Yeah. And he could have just killed them. He could have. Yeah, he has that big hammer. He could have bashed skulls in. He could have. But he's just watching. Yeah, that's silly. Uh, uh, Billy comes out. I'd have so killed Trini's him. job who is not Twee, as the voice yes. as the voice lets us know. She just kind of comes up and just kind of like moves her hands around yeah. her head. Like, hey, 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 check it out, check it out, check it she out. She treated him like, have you ever gone crabbing? Crabbing? Yeah, where you catch crabs? No, never. Okay. And so when you catch crabs, it, yeah. you a cage with a piece of raw chicken in it, and you drop that into the water. Yeah. And then you leave it there for a little bit, and you pull it up, and there's usually a couple crabs kind of like nipping at your chicken. Yeah. So when you take it out and you shake the crabs out of it, yeah, uh, they want to fight you. Right, for sure. So crabs have this fun little, it's not a defense mechanism, it's definitely to their downfall. Yeah. Where if you put your hand over a crab just out of where it can pinch you, yeah. and you wave back and forth, yeah. Uh, it gets super overwhelmed like a scare goat, and it'll like go up and it'll seize up and then pass out. So it's oh, it's kind of like how they how their eyes work or something, or yeah, how their so, brains work. Yeah, yeah. You just go like this to them a little and bit, and eventually they'll just seize up. They'll seize up, and then you can just pick up a crab and throw it in a bucket. That's what well, that's what Trini's doing. Yeah, she's she, doing at the purse head. She just comes up, she waves her hands at him, and he's just looking at her. Maybe it's because he has one eye. Who knows? Do you know where I learned that from? Gum on. Let's play together in the bright sunny weather. That's the show. Let's all go they, did they wear a lot of Gullah, orange and yellow? Island. Did the humans wear a lot of orange and yellow in that? They wore a lot of bright colors. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to assume it's that show. Well, we got the internet. We No, don't worry about that. <laughs> Was there a big yellow frog? Yes. That's Binya Binya. Binya Binya. Yeah. Binya Binya. That. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Gullah Gullah Island. Yes, man. I remember that. Yeah, that I learned was it from that. 98, 98, 99. Yeah, yeah, I was like nine. I wouldn't remember that. Yeah, I, I well, I... Yeah. Well, I'm. I was gonna say I remember that, but um, you got the Rolodex mind. I got a weird. Uh, I got a weird way with my brain. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she crabs him. 
or was it what is it called? Just uh, I just call it crabbing. Well, yeah, she's she goes crabbing. Yeah, freezes this guy in place. He's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, Billy uses his reverse dilator, the eye regulator. I like how nobody has weapons but Zach. Yeah, that is interesting. He does a eye regulator, which breaks them out of their trance. Yeah, so it has something to do like I guess they. So he does something to their eyes to make them bounce out because it's a mirror and all that. Ooh, whatever. Okay, yeah. gotcha, Billy. Unfreezes them, right? So they're all they're all unfrozen, and they're like, "We, J- uh, Jason's still in trouble." So the Rangers, who are the assault, you know, who who have the uh, the Zords for the pink, yellow, black, blue. Yeah, they go to help Jason because Tommy says, "I can handle Pursehead." Yeah, and they're like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "I am the White Ranger. Yes. It is my show now." I am the leader now, so I've ordered you to go. And they do. And yeah. Zach, not, or excuse me, not Walter, says like uh, back to action or like morph back to action or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's just so, man, it's, it's, it's upsetting. I never noticed that Swedish fish on the end of, <laughs> on the end of that staff. Yeah. I think in the Japanese footage, it was one of those gross heads. Maybe. But. Um, that, but that'd be funny though, if there was all contents from the purse and then it includes like a pack of Swedish fish, <laughs> but, uh, he pulls out a carrot top prop. Oh. That's like the second episode in a row where I mentioned carrot top, but I have to, he brings out a giant thing of floss Yes, and wraps up Tommy, yep. which is and pretty funny. And he breaks free by, well, well where we first get Zed, uh, Comic like you know, White Rangers done for. All the others will be crushed. You know, they we can't did stand it, boys. Lip sinker. Finster's around. Yeah, Finster's around, and we see him for a bit. So it's interesting that all of a sudden he's just about. We have a yeah. It's interesting that they're letting go of Austin and <laughs> not uh, and then bringing Finster back. You know, yeah. Well, I guess because like freed up some room in the budget. Yeah, I guess, man. We're just gonna pay Steve. <laughs> yeah, um. So, yeah, he has the dental floss on him, you wrap, and he's throwing them around. Yeah. And how Tommy breaks free is he asks Sava to help. And Sava, you know, we know he can float on his own and stuff like that. Yeah, he's actually, a magic and, and floating a, sword. Yeah, and, you know, he does it in a movie. Yeah. But he he loosens himself from Tommy's belt, and he eye lasers purse head, and which, then he, the which, which frees Tommy. Yeah. Tommy stands up, like, thanks, Sava, and then he does this weird, like, kind of. He, like, bows to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saba is the one true god. That's true. <laughs> and he kicks Pursehead so hard that Pursehead dies. He turns back into a purse. Yeah, he slides across. He basically kicked Pursehead so hard that Pursehead stopped. Reth- you know, he rethunk his whole life. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Being well, a purse was okay. From White Light, Yeah, we know now that... The more powerful a monster Zed makes, the longer it incubates. Mm-hmm. And Pursehead had no time to incubate, and Lipsinker had about 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Lipsinker had a little bit of time. Yeah. Left. So, okay. Accepted. <laughs> so, we get them calling on the Thunderzord assault team. Mm-hmm. And they all are them, yes. as far as the voices. So, again, very, very weird that Austin is ex- excluded. And... In this lip syncer battle, we start to see some stuff. Yeah. And to the point where the blue unicorn uses a gravity power. Yeah, this is all stuff that we got in Die Ranger, and it's not really, like, I mean, it makes complete sense in Die Ranger because it's all their chi powers. Yes. But in, yeah, like in Power Rangers, is it's just, 
like this is just kind of like it's super rare. Yeah, it's very rare stuff. The Griffin is reversing time yeah. from explosions that happened, which without context you have no idea what's going on. It's you just assume that like there was a mistake. Yeah, it, it, you really have no idea what's going on. That a very interesting one is after the Phoenix does the wind power. Yeah, we see the lasso that Rin, that uh, Lin Rin Lin. Rin. I forgot which one I do. You do. <laughs> we both do Rin now. Okay, we both do Rin now. It's <laughs> it's hard to keep up. Uh, yeah, we see Rin's lasso go around. So that was left in, which yeah. is interesting because you think they have enough. They have plenty of footage to use of it flying without that. So it's just something that kind of slipped through the cracks. Yeah, but um, you see uh, uh, Rin's lasso go over the Phoenix as they form the chariot. Yes. So a form chariot does a sweet barrel roll in it, mm-hmm. you know, and does the uh, does the uh, the staff spin and all that. The, yep. the cyclone, really cool. And it jumps off, defeats Lip Sinker. Zed loses his mind, <laughs> asks Goldar and everyone why they failed, and Finster's in the background giggling. He, and you know that he's thinking, if you would have used my monster with your power, we'd be in a different yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. Like yeah. you use my designs with your power, we got something. Yeah, you know? it's like because. Ultimately, Finster's designs weren't really flawed because any of them that were like, what's going on there? It was because of Rita's... Uh, Indecisiveness. Rita, yeah, it was Rita's interference on something. Anything that he wholly designed, it usually was potent. Look at look, so, look at Frank. So uh, I brought this up earlier today. In the Boom comic, there's an issue where Rita's been gone for a little bit, but Finster's created these monsters that incubate inside of people. In that there were five of them, and whenever they show up, they cause havoc because nobody's expecting them. Okay. Uh, and Rita's like, make them grow. Make them grow. And he's like, no, no, let's just, let's just let them be the sleeper agents that they are. Yeah. And she goes, no, make them grow. And More, he goes... Sometimes, yeah. He goes, fine. And she makes them all grow. And uh, they are each taken out by a solo zord. <sighs> And she goes, they didn't even need the Megazord for your monsters. What are you doing wrong? He goes, no, they were made to incubate inside of people, and you jumped the gun. And they also weren't made to grow. They were made to take out the Rangers, not the Zords. Yeah. You need to stop. There is a big difference. Sometimes more even-handed approach. Fencer's a good mind. Yes. Yeah. Fencer's got got a good head on him, man. And Fencer, like I said, Fencer, when his monsters, his designs aren't interfered on, like, they're they're... They make sense. They're potent, you know. It's just usually Rita's like jumping the gun, like you said, because there's been times where she just makes them grow because she's frustrated. Yeah. Or she puts them in, the, she implements them in the wrong way. You know, there's been definitely been monsters where Fencer's like, it's not ready yet, and she's like, too bad, send it down. Yeah. There's plenty of times like that. Like I said, Dora Frank, or excuse me, Frankenstein, <laughs> is one of the best examples. Yeah. Of Fencer's like, Frank just houses people. If if Rita didn't interfere with that, who knows? Yeah, when they beat him, his skin just comes off. It's terrifying. Yeah. So at the end, <laughs> at the end of the episode, Kimberly gets back her purse and yeah. the lipstick, and she's so glad because it means so much to her mom. Mm-hmm. And Tommy says, "I'm glad we taught Zed some respect, and to respect other people's belongings." And no, he didn't. He's gonna make. 
everything out of Zed everybody's con- stuff. Zed will continue disrespecting everything. Yes. So out come the water is a satellite dish. Yes. And we know it's the end of the Ranger Finder. Yep. And here comes Bulk and Skull, who I'd like to presume walked across the floor of the lake bed. Oh, yeah. No, they definitely. To the other side. On, uh, <laughs> everyone's having a laugh at him. Rightfully so. They're covered in seaweed and whatnot. And the the dire- the ranger finders leading them directly to the group. Yes. And once they pass the group, it stops. It like it, they have to use it they because it's like a dousing rod. Yeah. You know, it points you and it pulls you in the direction. Once they pass the point, the it it stops. Yes. And they can't figure it out, but they just pass the rangers. Yeah. So they like they point around and they see some kids and they're like uh, like, do you guys seen the Power Rangers? And they're like, yeah, you want to play? Skull. It's like, can yeah. I be the Red Ranger? Good call. Yeah, man. <laughs> Good call, Skull. And the Rangers, uh, the real Rangers step up behind them. And they say, looks like you finally did it. You found out who the Rangers are. Yeah. And that ends our episode. Yeah. So the next day, October 25th, Cheryl Saban wrote this. Jerry P. Jacobs, like we said, he's directing all of them. Mm-hmm. This one is called Opposites Attract. Yeah, man, and we get to see probably, well, not my favorite, not not my favorite Die Ranger monsters because that that's a three-way tie, sir. Yeah, well, I mean, like, <laughs> so those monsters. Brazilian Portuguese. That we're talking. That's, that's, that's the subtitles we need. Yeah, of course. The monsters that you're talking about, I don't even consider them monsters. Yeah, that's true. Like, my favorite person that they've faced is definitely... Uh, Baron Magnet? Is he Magnet? Oh, Magnet Priest? Yeah, the Magnet Priest yeah. has been my favorite one. So, this true. Okay, uh, yeah, you, you're right. Okay, so out of out of the monsters they face. So far. Magnet Priest is the top. Out of people they just face in general, the, the three Gorma dudes. You know, the, the, the Gorma idiots. <laughs> yeah, the Gorma idiots are the best. But uh, yeah, we get Magnet Priest, who's awesome uh, and this one uh what's he called it's just something kind of like magnet head magnet brain magnet brain yeah so there is a solar storm coming and billy has created a, a magnet uh, like, like a polarizing gauge yeah so that he could track the storm so that he can go watch it yeah because you know billy likes that stuff yeah he's collecting data for the science club kimberly comes in and she's dressed uh in like a scout uniform yes and she has brought a little friend with her What's her name? Is Louise? I don't know. I don't know. It's I tough. think it's Louise. Do we have it here? Kimberly's She's just Kimberly's friend. No, her name's like Louise. Anyway, I'm just gonna watch it real quick. I th- he's the f- it's the first Laura. So, in walks Kimberly, and she's dressed as a scout with her friend Laura, who's also dressed as a scout. And they're taking out the Angel Grove Angelettes. Why did you just call them the Angel Grove Angels? Or Why did not the Girl Scouts Angel, of Angel Grove? Angel Grove Girl Scouts, I guess. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Girl Things... Scout Troop 1706 Angel Grove. Yeah. That's what their name would be. And they are being taken out into the woods by these girls to earn a badge from using a compass. Yeah. So Laura, like, introduced herself, and Laura and Billy... They're immediately <laughs> just captivated. Yeah, just... And just, Trini... Trini sees animal magnetism. Yeah. 
and she is looking at Billy and she's looking at Laura and she's looking at Billy and she's got this smile on and she is just a like knowing smile. Yeah, she's like, Hey, isn't Laura pretty? It's yeah. like, Yeah, that'd be that'd be correct, Trini. <laughs> yeah. He's he is befuddled. Yeah. This dude is taken aback by beautiful Laura. Yeah, and um Laura, she even says like uh like it's nice to meet you. Bye, Trini. Bye, Billy. When she says bye, Trini, she she never actually she just through the whole time until she, she leaves. Never looks at Trini. She once. she never breaks eye contact with Billy. Yeah, it's Here, here's your sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that a Jeff Foxworthy bit? Uh, it wasn't Jeff's. It was Bill Ingvall. Billy Bill Ingvall. Here's your sign. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Foxworthy was. You might be a redneck. Might be a redneck. Larry, Larry the Cable Guy was, was Larry the Cable Guy. Get her guy. done. Yes. And, uh, Ron White was... Ron White was just awesome. Yeah. And then... I love Ron White. Bill Ingvall was, here's your son. Yeah. Ron White had the uh, tater, <laughs> like the tater salad. Oh, yeah. Uh, are you Ron Tater Salad White? <laughs> yeah. I love, I love when he did impressions of his bulldog. It's going to be a good day, Tater. <laughs> so he said he just liked to stick Reese's Pieces in his jowls in the morning. <laughs> well, Ron White is still like, he has a new special on Netflix I need to check out. Ron White performs at the Mirage at least six times a year. Because he was always entertaining. Yeah. Like, in the, like there's, I never had a problem with him. He was funny. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so there's this huge connection, like, huge connection. <laughs> yeah, he says she would never go for me. She's the outdoorsy type, clever, dynamic, Yeah, just everything. He's like, but, my, my idea of a good time. Oh, and beautiful. Yeah. Don't forget. And then, but he didn't realize that if he just rolled up that sleeve. Uh, yeah, he show, showed, just how about you show a little bit? How yeah, about you? And he showed the diamond that he's cut from. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. If he just put those arms put those arms up and go wide on her. You know? <laughs> just go wide on her. If he just hammerstone? Yeah, yeah. Just go wide on her. If he realized that he is the indoorsy type, but he is the kind of indoorsy type that lifts up yeah, semi trucks. Don't yeah. You're the indoorsy type that could easily go on any hike that she'd want. You know, like Hey, don't you do hiking with fans, David? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is really nice of you, by the way, if you're yeah, listening to it's this. It's incredible. You are very, very nice every time I've met you. Um, yeah, like if he just showed any bit, that's, that's you know what? That's a, that's a good message to anyone out there. Yeah. If you, if you capitalize on your positives, you know, and you flaunt them, people will see it. You know, people like if you like not so much be cocky, but if you just have that big wheel energy, we yeah. thought about the big wheel energy. And if you believe in your positives, your pros, you know, yeah, other people will pick on that, pick pick up on that too. Yeah, like people know that I know where to get good food. <laughs> That's what people know. That's my one positive thing about That's me. That's true. Yeah, I can take you to get good food no matter where we're at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, uh, people know they, they like they need to. Uh, you make people laugh real hard. I make people laugh real hard, and if they need to know the name of some obscure toy line, good chance I probably know it. Yeah, like if I need to know when Honey I Shrunk the Kids aired, yeah, I just point to Freddie. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he and he's like, oh, 1989. Yeah, no big deal. 
Yeah, like it, this stuff you got to know. 92, honey, we I blew kn- up the kid. We know. I wouldn't have known about Gullah Gullah Island. <laughs> Unless, if I was here. If you weren't here. Because we refuse to Google things during this show. Look, we're we recording will stop us. and we will talk about stupid, just the definition of stupid, but we will not stop to Google for the benefit of this show. Information we need too bad. It's out there in the ether. There's no way for us to reach it. Look, you can find it. But if we want to talk about, like, juggalo stuff... We'll derail the show for 25 minutes, and you'll never hear it. Because that's just, I don't Unless know. Unless you're listening to our VR Troopers episode. Unless you're listening to VR Troopers, because anything goes there. Yeah, I won't edit anything. For $5 a month, you can hear two people slowly, or actually kind of rapidly, because we've only, we're only on episode 18. 18. And we're rapidly deteriorating. Not that it's not, like I've said before. We're it's deteriorating. Not, it's not, it's not a bad show. But, oh, boy, it is a whole different beast, like a Dr. Seussian beast. Yeah. This is a, like a... Well, like, we're in VR Troopers land right now. We're hodgepodge three shows together. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They are. They play it fast and loose over in VR Troopers world. You got a Jeb? If you have a Jeb on the show, be ready for some slop. Ugh. It's It's going to... Go. Imagine the the sickest concoction Ernie has ever made with his fruit shakes. You magnify that by a hundred. And then you throw in some Jack Nicholson and you have Jeb and the insanity that is that dog. It is my favorite thing. <laughs> it, it's what keeps me going is Jeb. I let the VR Troopers is a treat. I were this is a plug for our Patreon, I guess. We'll turn it into that. I sat down. Yeah, uh, I'm this, back. And, <laughs> and, and Ernie is yeah. packing up food for these girls for the, Ernie is packing up food for this girl scout trip. Mm, hit beat. that beat. Mm. <laughs> hit that beat. <laughs> Every bone in my body popped when I did that. <laughs> so old man. <laughs> the Girl Scouts show up and they want to help and Kimberly hands them the lightest box. Yeah. Box. <laughs> lightest box. <laughs> hands them the lightest backs. The angel girl angelettes come in and Kimberly and hands them the lightest All 20 backs. of those girls take that one box and leave and Bulk and Skull show up and they're kind of rude to these girls. They yeah. show up and they're like, Move! <laughs> Move! What are you doing? Because they have they they, oh, they arrested have, development. They're still yes. little boys, you know. They don't know how to act. Uh, they come in. They got their own device. Yeah, they're gonna hook it up. Gonna hook it up to the satellite. And guess what? It's gonna let them connect with the Power Rangers. They're gonna send a message to them, and they're sending that message right now because the Power Rangers yeah. that are still employed are here in the juice bar. Billy is nice. Billy isn't bullied to him because he says, careful, guys. Wait, are the, are Trini, Jason, and Zach in this one? I don't know. Well, we'll get to that. But Billy is actually kind of like he's considerate. He's like, careful, guys. There's an electromagnetic storm coming. You yeah. Know, so it's, it may have unexpected results. So be careful. Yeah. Good on you, Billy. Maybe you're just putting on the, the airs for Lucy. I think that, well, Jason and Zach are the real bullies to Bulk and Skull. Yeah. And Tommy's one of them, too. Tommy's definitely one of them. Yeah. So Jason, Zach, Tommy are the Tommy's real... Tommy's the most inconsiderate person there is. 
Yeah. Prove me wrong. Show show me an episode where he is considerate. He's only considerate of Kimberly. Yeah. Which I understand. I mean, even when she passed out, yeah. no one cared. <laughs> she just dropped. She yeah. just dropped on that floor and no one checked to make sure her head didn't crack open. Yeah. Zordon didn't care. He knew he could heal her. Yeah, he's like, whatever. So, they... Um, anyway, yeah, at, at, at Zed's Palace. They are in this episode. Yeah. At Zed's Palace, um, Zed is going over to plan. He's saying nothing can go wrong. We're going to be able... We're going to flip the... What's it called? The... Uh, the mag... We're going to... The... Polar... The Earth's polarity. Like the world's polarity. Yes. Field. I'm going to cut out every part where we sounded stupid. Uh, <laughs> a lot of work. Um, Someone's got to do it. Yeah. Uh, so we get a, we, we just get a scene that's. Billy working fan, in his lab. Well, before that, we get a fan service I, for, I guess, us. I don't want to retroactively for us <laughs> because we get, we get Tommy, <laughs> we get Jason, we get Zach all just pumping. Yeah, like just, just getting, getting their pump on. They're all being swole boys. Do they even talk during that bit? There's a little bit of talking. I forgot what they said because I am enamored with the muscles. Yeah. <laughs> so. I am just. I Yeah, I'm just. I like. I, I really don't remember any dialogue there because I was just staring because like. Jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, it's just Tommy going, I hope Kimberly has hikes okay. And they're like, that'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. And Zach's like, man, Kimberly knows these woods. And he's just. Oh, he's just doing the curls. Yeah, they're just wet and pumping. And and, I, I, and, and then we go to Billy's lab, yeah. and he's doing his thing. Which is also sexy, because yeah. he's smart. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Yeah, Billy's ugh. tracking the storm, like you said. Yeah. He's tracking the storm, like he's doing. He's like, it should be happening pretty soon. And he's he's very interested in it. You know, this is, like you said, he's collecting it, the science. He's collecting the science for the club. Yeah, and... This is one of the first times that we have the Rangers pretty much completely split up. Yeah. And we still haven't seen Trini in this episode. Yeah, we get a real VR Troopers situation. Yeah. Uh, and Kimberly hands out these maps to all the kids, and, and they're like, all right, we're going to meet you in the spot where you need to be. Remember, use the buddy system. So yeah. You don't get lost. If that. you do get lost, just sit on the floor and scream. That's it. Bit my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that is verbatim what she says. If you get lost, sit on the forest floor and scream. <laughs> okay. We cut to Bulk and Skull who have added their contraption to a they tree, got which some, is made out of tinsel. Yeah, they got some tinsel running from the top of a tree down to the bottom to one of those toddler UFOs, which yeah. are the multicolored tube, those multicolored colored rings yeah. with wheels on the bottom that the kid sits in and walks around in. Yeah. If you've ever seen uh, Look Who's Talking To, uh, Julie, who is voiced by Rosie O'Donnell, he walks around in that thing. The look you got on your face when you got that knowledge. <laughs> you were in a trance. Your eyes rolled into the back of your head. You're like, if you saw Look Who's Talking To, <laughs> Julie, voiced by Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Uh, it's uh you know i don't know if you ever seen the look who's talking series but the the little boy is voiced by uh bruce willis he's really good and uh in the second one elias coteus is in it elias coteus who's casey jones in the first Ninja turtles movie and i don't know if you ever seen any other elias coteus work he is a gem and the third huh 
It's Casey Jones in the third. It's also Casey Jones in the third, yeah. Well, I mean, there's no Casey Jones in the second. Which is a travesty. Yeah, even though that movie's awesome. Secret of the Ooze is awesome. But yeah, and the third one is the weakest. I still have a lot of fun with it. Because I got to... Well, we already talked about my dance. Yeah. Well... No, we cut that. Oh, yeah, that was all cut. Yeah. So I used to do a little dance. I'm going to cut it if you talk about it again. Because it's going to send me into Hey Dad. (laughs) Um, but yeah, Elias Kateas is in the first and third movie and he's wonderful. He, he's in this movie called Tucker, which is about, uh, it, it's a, it's a movie. I'm going to sit down again. It's a movie about, um, the, it's about the, uh, the creator of the car, Tucker, like the, the Tucker, uh, it was just called the Tucker. It was a vehicle that was going to revolutionize things, mm-hmm. but it ended up not being picked up because it was like. Uh, because of its efficiency, I believe that was the whole thing. It was kind of it's it, it kind of dabbles in the whole thing where like the the treatment is more is more profitable than the cure. Yeah. Because like this car is too efficient. This thing will revolutionize. People don't Ford doesn't want it out. All the big car they don't want it out because like you know this is they're gonna buy this. They're gonna this thing is gonna run for years for them. They're not gonna sell any more cars to that. You know like if they, if everyone has a Tucker. Everyone's getting great mileage. No one needs, you know, uh, like, like, uh, super high maintenance or no one needs to get a new one, you know, like, cause this thing will run for years. That's, you know, that's not, that doesn't make dollars and cents to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, this movie kind of deals with that. And Elias Kateas plays, uh, one of the engineer in it. He's so good. Everything he's been in, he is so good. Well, he was also in, um, uh, uh. I can't think of the name of it. The comic book movie, the Frank Miller, uh, the uh, Sin City. No, 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 no. Three hundred. It was Frank Miller, right? Uh, oh, I can't say it. Never mind. Kick, Kick butt. butt. Kick butt. Yeah. Mark Miller. Mark Miller. Thanks. Excuse me. Mark Miller. That's the that's one I never. Miller. That's one I never do well with. Is comic book writer names and all that. Mm-mm. That's where it. I live. Yeah, that's where you live for sure. But uh, yeah, he like he plays the he he plays. Um, Place like the the dad or oh wait you know what no I'm getting it mixed up I think it was uh the uh, what was the what was the New Year's Eve movie with uh, Seth Rogen and uh, and uh, oh, I can't think of his name the guy who played Falcon in in, in all the uh, Avengers movies and stuff oh man <sighs> the night before I think it's called the night before. Does it also have Jennifer Aniston in it? I don't think so. It's about it's about Seth Rogen and his friends getting together. They always did this like this night before Christmas thing. I think it was. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I think it was yeah. about Christmas. But it was like they always did this. Anthony, right? Sean, Sean, uh, my Sean. He, he actually uh, at a Planet Hollywood. He he was a security for him, and he said he was the coolest, like most down to earth dude. Like he, like when they, when he, when they escorted Anthony him around. Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie, yeah. Sean escorted him around and played security for him and said he was the coolest guy. But, uh, I told us, I feel, Elias Coteus, I believe, is in that. He may not be. I don't know. Elias Coteus is really good, y'all. Look up his work. He's just awesome. Everything. He's so charming, too. But, hmm. uh, yeah. I don't know what's happening here. Uh, talking about, okay. We were talking about, 
Elias Cateus. Why were we talking about Elias Cateus? He's a Ninja You were Turtles. talking about Elias Cateus. We, we talk, well, I was talking about Elias Cateus. Because it was, because he was in Ninja Look Who's Talking 2. Look Who's Talking 2. Oh, because, all right, Julie ran around in one of these toddler UFO things. That's what Bulk and Skull have hooked up to a tree. They have a, they have a tinsel that's on a branch that wires down onto this UFO thing that that is connected to two fly swatters. Yeah, to a lot of stuff. Anyway, it's not going to work. It's, 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 a, it's a bulk and skull machine, and it's not going to work. Billy is now uh, doing some field work. He's out there, and he's using his um, his uh, scanner. Yeah, well, he's out there because he's going to track it. But then who shows up? Goldar and the putties because they need to steal this thing. And this is gnarly. Yeah. Because Billy is he's a solo act here. Yeah. And he is not. And he immediately comes up and he drop kicks Goldar. Yeah. And then takes the putties, but Goldar still gets his man because he steals that magnet toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what, probably my favorite thing about this? You is missed I, this jump because you were looking down when Billy did it first. Right. Yeah, so I want to see this. it right now. Jeez. Yes, that's, that's some uh, that's some jewelry. I mean, that was definitely a reverse jump, but it looked good. Yes, it looked real good. It's still Billy doing it, you know? Yeah, Billy's doing all the work here. It's Billy, crazy. yeah, he does a straight drop kick on him, and then he handles the putty. He just kicks the crap out of him. Goldar, while he's distracted, Goldar's able to grab the magnet, like we said. And after that, I think my favorite part is that, like, Billy, like, he goes, and Billy sees the putty that's left behind. He's, like, he's posturing with Goldar. He's like, yeah, we did it, we did it, we did it. Goldar disappears, and Putty's like, oh, no. What? Well, that was my ride. Yeah, yeah and, and Billy flips over to him several times and just kicks him as hard as he can in the chest, which sends the putty flying over the bench. Billy which jumps hits on the dinosaur t- toys for some reason. <laughs> but Billy jumps on the then jumps on the table, kicks him in the chest again, and then continues to to like just myrtleize these putties. He throws them all down a hill, and then they explode at the. And bottom. then we get this awesome shot of him looking and it's at him. So anime. The wind is blowing as he's just looking down at him. Yeah, it, he's standing at the top of the hill, and it's a shot from down up, but the wind's blowing. and the, Pans up. The subtitles say wind's howling, and his hair's just blowing. Yeah. And leaves are going by. It's the most anime thing I've ever seen in real life. Billy ain't, ain't one to mess around with. No. He is anime. <laughs> so. The wind's picking up. He's like, well, I, I guess I better get back to the command center. Because yeah. this may get out of hand now that they have that, and who knows what they're doing with it. Zordon or Zed contacts Goldar to make see that he now has a device. Yeah, Goldar's like, it's in position. Do your thing. Yeah, he's like, get back up here, and he's like, all right. Here he goes, thinking about it again. Uh, uh, he's like, he's uh, like, here we go. We're Abe. gonna introduce the world to a monster with magnetic personality. He's biding time as he's deciding the name. Go get him, my magnet brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got him. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Like. Reverse the Earth's polarity. Get on it. Yeah. We so, got him. So Magnet Brain shows up, he throws a staff in the air, which starts spinning, and it does that. It, it, it makes a magnet snow, and the wind starts blowing, and everyone tips over. Yeah. Uh, the boys, Bulk and Skull, are in their lawn chairs, freaking out. As the world starts going topsy-turvy at the juice bar, everyone, when we said kudos to the extras here, Yeah, everyone was swaying and doing a great job of it. Everyone was just enjoying their slam dancing. Yeah, it was some good swaying happening. Money was just coming out of the register. A surprising amount of money. Yeah. Surprising amount of money for what... They were all ones. <laughs> it's just... 
We keep 20 ones here. We get yeah. 15 ones here. We keep 10 here, 5 here, and then we just one profitable. for pos- yeah. pros- posterity. Yeah. We, Prosperity. If anyone looks at it, we just look profitable. But, uh, yeah, everyone's swaying in that. Uh, bulk and Skull Richie, are, stop giving out those free Diet Cokes. Bulk and Skull are, are like... They're in excited. the middle of this, and they're and they're kind of being magnetized together. Yeah, but they see their machine work, and they're like, "We've contacted the Power Rangers." I don't, they, I don't know and what, then, what they were trying to do. I mean, we know they're trying to contact the Power Rangers, but and then what? Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and they go, "No, they you see, didn't," because there's yeah. a bear. <laughs> there's someone in a bear suit. No, that's a real bear. I don't know. Oh, I'm. So, that's a real life bear. Oh yeah, now that I'm looking at it, that's <laughs> pretty. Yeah. That was a North American brown bear. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's, I, you know what? I just kind of like assumed that they're going to use an effect there, but that was just all bear. Yeah. They just got a real bear. They just got a real, geez. Check it out yourselves. That is a real bear. Was it a real bear? Why don't you get at us on Twitter at P Playthrough? <laughs> uh, Lucy and Kimberly are gathering the girls together because, uh, <laughs> The, the Earth's polarity is screwy. And Zed's like, oh, I love it. We're doing this big thing. And Goldar's up on him behind him like he just got done massaging his shoulders. And he's like, yeah, we did it, boss. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the best. And he's like, you're not the best. I did it. Goldar, take some putties. Go down there and uh, just mess with stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, what do we always do? Just finish finish off that annoying pink ranger. And it's a real weird dynamic because just a few episodes ago, Zed was trying to make her his queen. Well, he's a, he's he's been uh, spurned. Is is that it? Spurned? A, a lover spurned. Yeah. No, Get that annoying pink ranger. She's not cute. I never thought that at all. Nope. Never, she was not, never going to be my queen. Not once did I thought did I think she was beautiful? No, she was just you know, my dream queen guess i'm gonna marry rita let's wait for her garbage barge to come back into our orbit yeah so kimberly says she's gonna go off yeah uh there's and some yeah she contacts zordon and is like there's something weird about the solar storm as in before we get to that oh. says laura i need you to take care of the girls I'm is gonna it go lucy or laura a- laura I said Lucy before. Oh, whatever. The, the, oh. Says Laura, I'm gonna go get some, get us some help. You stay with the girls, and she's like, "Okay, girls, let's sing." On top oh, of yeah, spaghetti, it's real eerie. Disembodied the voice. They, they, yeah. They, I lost my poor meatball. You can keep talking. I'm it's it's <laughs> it's really weird. Also, I never heard the real version of this song. I only know I shot my poor teacher. Oh, I only know that one. I I know the the real song. Yeah, I never heard that part when someone sneezed. I never knew that was a part of it. Hmm. But yeah, she daycare. Yeah, so it's real eerie as the wind blows and their voices slowly fade out, and then she contacts Zordon. She says, "There's something weird about the solar storm." Uh, they, for one, it's making their. Uh, polarity all wacky there's <laughs> a lot of wind and everything has like staticky snow on it. except for here in the command center yeah because you know it it, it is kind of in it phased in its own kind of reality it has a building in our reality but the inside is not yeah uh so they they get the deal with magnet brain and he's like oh if billy immediately recognizes polarizer has been turned into a monster yeah that sucks uh, we get some Die Ranger footage of what what he can do. 
Yeah, I think this is the one where Billy like gets all like, "No, I'm handling this." Yeah, and they're like ah. Zoran Zoran uh, says, "If this isn't handled, the planet will disintegrate." Yeah. Well, you know, it's hey. better than Zictor setting the house on. Setting it's the way on fire. better than set the planet on fire. I'm gonna set so, the planet on fire. Goldar's down there, and Billy's like, "I'm going after Goldar," and he's like, "No, White Ranger's gonna go handle Goldar." Yeah. Okay, we don't have any footage for this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. White Ranger is not going to handle Goldar. You guys are, even though we don't really have footage for you. Hopefully, you become Bullet Billy, but yeah. you won't. Oh, that would have been so cool. Yeah. So they have a fun fight with Magnet Brain, where he's like magnetizing and demagnetizing, and they're kind of rolling around. North or south? Up is down. Yeah. Cats and dogs. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He 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 rhymes. Yeah. Let's try a polarity switch and see if it makes you twitch. Yeah, so they, they do their little, like, polarity battle where there's a bunch of, like, space work. And we get the beginning of the rivalry. Yeah. Or the continuation, technically, I guess, you know, because they've always had a... Yeah, but Goldar was going to get the Green Ranger. Mm-hmm. Goldar was never going to get the White Ranger. Yeah. White Ranger... White Ranger versus Goldar time. We get the Go Right White Ranger song, the yeah. repurposed Green Ranger song, the repurposed uh, uh, Cybertron Cybertron song. song. Um, so we have Tommy fighting Putties, fighting Goldar. Yeah. To uh, let the girls and Laura uh, get away. And they see the White Ranger, and that's exciting for them. And that's the White Ranger, the new Ranger. <laughs> yeah, he is doing serious work yeah. out here. It is becoming a showcase for when the White he, Ranger. When he comes in to fight Goldar, he comes in with this like Superman style punch where he like flies at him and he hits Goldar so hard that Goldar comes off the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Uh the the fight with the putties with the, the rest of the Rangers at the, with a Magnet Brain is pretty cool because you get like different stuff going on. You get a very Japanese but American yeah. footage of Kimberly scaling like a footage that's usually uh, reserved for Tiger Ranger. Yeah, you get stuff that, like, it, exactly, it's very Zeo Ranger, Tiger Ranger stuff. Yeah. But it's Kimberly scaling this thing, the scaling this, like, this scaffolding. And, like, uh, you also get uh, this one, <laughs> you also get a fight. Jason's surrounded on all sides, he's kicking the crap out of the putties. There's just one putty that comes swinging in on a pulley. Yeah, he's, like, on a zip line. It's real. They just have fun. fun. You realize these putties just like to have fun. Yeah. Man. They're just always goofing around, man. Um, but t- the fight between White Ranger and Goldar is, is the show. Yeah, it's one for the ages, man. It, yeah. They definitely put on a five star in the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> and yeah, man, solid. Yeah, rewatchable, beautiful pacing. We uh, get to a point great where great psychology. Yes. Yeah, we get to a point where Goldar's been beaten by the White Ranger and he Putties have to hold him back. Because Saba comes in and helps out. Yeah. I don't really remember what Saba does. Uh, maybe, Do you? Uh, I remember he, he he does his bicycle kick. He does. But then, like, after the whole thing, he, like, thanks Saba for the battle and he does this, like, thank you where he, like, makes his hands move like a puppet, like, just to let him know he's talking. Yeah. So, um... Back at the Magnet Brain fight, both the Red Ranger and the Black Ranger, again, not voiced by the actors, um, are trying to fire their uh, blade blasters at yeah. him. Yeah. And Magnet Brain reverses it, so it fires backwards at him. Yeah. 
pretty cool. And Jason's goes down and goes, Zach's like, don't worry, I'll use mine. He pulls his out. Same, same, same thing. Happens. Same thing happens to him. And that's when we cut back to the Goldar Tommy fight and where Tommy does the kick and it's Goldar's just done. He's mad. He's calling him like a no good nick or uh, Tommy's calling him no good nick and, and Goldar has to be held back by two putties. And they, they peace out. Yeah. Uh, back at the, back with the rest of the Rangers, the fight's pretty cool. We get this one putty that goes like straight down on his head into a box. Yeah. Uh, you get uh, Yellow Ranger Trini jumping on a couple of them. Like, it's pretty cool. They put the weapons together. We get something that this is the last time we're ever going to see this. Is it? Yes. Because... I guess so. Yeah, if you think. Yeah, because that power sword is... Uh... It's gone. Yes. Yeah. And they decide to take out Magnet Brain using the power blaster. Sends him flying. Yeah. because Which, that was really good because... In Die Ranger, that was the whole bullet shoji thing. Oh, uh, yeah. And he hit him so hard that he flew back, so yeah. they used the power blaster to knock him back because yeah, none of their the, old they weapons do, they really do the, matter. Yeah, so they, they do the whole bullet train with the, the reverse, yeah. uh, like propelling him forward. Yeah. Awesome. God, that's such a good episode. And um, then we make our monster grow with a with a little grenade. Mm-hmm. The, uh... Mm, yeah. The, the Zed Bigafire. And then um, we get a Dyreno <laughs> battle. We get a Thunder Megazord battle. Yeah. And this will be them calling for it using the regular voices. Mm-hmm. And uh, transformation into the Thunder Megazord. And then a basic battle, because this is the one where he uses his new weapon, the Big Magnet, and they just kind of break out of it. Yeah. Uh, as we talked about before... Dyreno is uh, kind of OP. Yeah. In Die Ranger, things don't stand up to him very long. Uh, so Thunder when, Megazord, same thing. Yeah. This magnet gets on him. He gets a hit on him, and then he just he just snaps it in two. Yes. And then the, the Thunder Saber comes out, and just that's it. You yeah. know, That's that's you're done. Scoreboard, baby. You know. Zed has his moment where he's like, oh, I'm going to get these rangers. I'm you haven't be, seen the last of me. Ha- yeah, he's having the real humid visor where he's like, I'll yeah, be he's back. he's the wettest. Yeah. Um, back at the juice bar. Instead of their compass badge, they are getting a bravery badge. Because they deal, they dealt with some really silly stuff today, and they're yeah. very brave. They said the best part was seeing the white ranger. That's true. Yeah, you're right, kid. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. Bulk and Skull come in. And, like, they they apparently are still being chased by that real bear. Yeah. They ran away. And, then... and all, the, all the little Girl Scouts come up and comfort them and make sure they're okay and stuff like that. Checking their wounds and stuff. Being, you know, being scouts. They're trying to get those badges. Those badges are, like, currency. Yeah. And Bulk and Skull are just bewildered by it. Uh, Billy comes in with uh, the uh, polarizer. And Laura swoops. Yeah. She comes in. She's like, hey, what's that? Science is one of my hobbies. She... She isn't so much about signs as just like she she's she's taking like the lead. Yeah. She's like, no, I'm into that, silly. She knows. I'm super into that. She knows that she has to make the move on Billy, that Billy's gonna just like be in his world. Gonna be a little passive, yeah. Cause yeah. it's it's just not you know, it's not something that really occurs to him. Yeah. And even though he's a beautiful cut, <laughs> like brilliant young you know, young man. You know, like he doesn't yeah. he doesn't really think in that in that realm, and he he's talking to Billy Jarvie, and she lights up. Yeah, she's all charged particles. 
I love that. And the guys are all sitting back there and they're smiling, they're enjoying it, and they're just letting that boy cook. And then Curtis is there. Yeah, Curtis is hanging out. <laughs> but the girl, the girl scouts are saying, "Bulk school, you're just imagining it." As they're comforting, and they all laugh at you know Bulk and Skull being silly babies. They, Curtis, the current voice for Zach Taylor. You think it is? Yes. Yes, I do. Because he thought he was going to get that spot. So, hmm? yeah, yeah. wouldn't you think, with a power transfer? Wouldn't you think with the power transfer that storyline-wise it would make the most sense to pass his power down to his cousin? To keep it in the family? Yeah. Someone who he knows to have the same, like, just moral fibers as him? Yeah. Taylors are Black Rangers. Uh Uh-huh. Taylors, not Parks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That would, yeah, I, I could see that. It does feel like, I think I said that too, that they felt like, they felt like they're going to be the red herrings for White Ranger, like one of them, hmm. because they were just introduced, you know, and they're trying to keep us off the scent. But now the more I think about it, it's like, they, they never even put that in there. No. But it is weird that they're there and they are kind of positioned to be something because they have recurring roles. The positions kind of make it feel like Richie might be that new Red Ranger mm-hmm. and... Curtis might be that new Black Ranger. Yeah. But who's going to be the new Yellow Ranger? Yeah. I mean, like, you can't go ahead now and say Yellow Ranger is your least favorite Ranger. There's no way. Yeah. There's the only person that can be your least favorite Ranger in this original team is Tommy. That's true. Not White Ranger Tommy. Not White Ranger Tommy, obviously, because, you know. Yeah. Once White Ranger Tommy comes around, your least favorite Ranger is, for me, Rocky. Yes. I said it. Yes. Least favorite ranger? But Rocky. At the time, the least favorite ranger in most kids' minds were Trini. Just because she was too, like, yeah, they didn't, she's too understated? Is that what I'm looking for? Yeah, they, she she was developed, but not to a point where it was like. She wasn't a loud character yeah. that, that resonates with kids. You yeah, know? They didn't give her the overbearing Kimberly personality. They didn't give her, a, like, a super loud gimmick and you can also every say, one of them had a super loud gimmick you can also say that she had the least amount of episodes of any anybody because she had mantis she had heights she had invisibility potion or was that mantis she only had about five episodes she also had the, the uh where she had to get the flower the yeah tur- yeah the she had the she yeah, had the turtle uh, episode whatever it was called the hodgepodge monster yeah uh, yeah, like so she only had like five or six episodes out of the sixty. She and she she uh, is definitely the one you appreciate as you get as you mature and yeah. you and you can see you know like the her value her worth yeah and yeah, like it does yeah I see what you mean though like it did does seem like you know why not keep it a tailor you know yeah yeah. And we say this because we, at episode 20 of season two, Opposites Attract, we have received our final episodes with Trini, Zach, and Jason. Any new footage or any new dial, any new audio, it, that was it. That was the last we'll get. Yes. Because after this, 
it is just like we said at the beginning it's just all reused footage repurposed to repurpose and cut into these episodes yes and also um uh uh what was it 80 yard 80 yard voiceovers of of different actors different actors doing their impersonations of twee walter and austin yep and it it sucks man you know it really sucks we grow to love aisha and you know and uh and uh uh adam and to an, to an extent rocky like he has some parts you know. the character rocky is all right he is by far on the list of red rangers he is the bottom of the barrel unfortunately a very unfortunate and it's not really his fault you know he's he's a character that was he was a character that was written to kind of be subservient you know to yeah. the to the grand scheme which is oh this is Tommy's show yes you are going to be there for some comedic relief and all that. You know? And generally, our Blue Ranger is second in command to the Red Ranger. Yeah. Well, um, I guess, like, first... It, like. Well, I mean, like, Black Ranger was second in command to, to Jason. Mm-hmm. But that's also, like, a... That's a chemistry that they had. Yeah, that's true. That they were together, that they were a package. But, yeah, Blue Ranger traditionally is, becomes... Is the, number two. Is the number two. And while from White Ranger Tommy on, Kimberly is the number two. Because the seniority. Yes. More or less. I mean, you can't say that. Well, you know, chemistry, yeah. Is, it's, it's chemistry and it's the fact that it's chemistry and experience. Because we're going to take... And, and a bit of personality, too. Yeah. Because, again, we talk about Billy being a passive and more background tech kind of guy. You know, extremely important. But he's not, you know, he's not loud. He's not loud with the... But when we get to a point where Kimberly is no longer in the scene, mm-hmm. Adam steps up to be that second in command. Yeah. And acting chops say a lot about it because of these rangers that are coming up these season two rangers yeah adam is the only one of them that has a career currently yeah like not not saying anything bad about them but like yeah no no, no not not dumping on on, on their uh, like their because their, uh steve cardenas is running his his jujitsu they're dojo. all yeah they're all successful but as far as like david is a union director yeah. amy joe is a director yeah uh, a director, singer, songwriter, yeah. all the, just everything. <laughs> uh, Karen Ashley is writing comic books. Yeah, as far as Tommy act- is running <laughs> the convention circuit. Yeah, but as far as acting careers, Johnny Umbosh is the top. He's still going. Yeah, he's still going. Constant work. The guy and, and the guy is he's also the most well known outside of Power Ranger circles. Yeah, it's. It's very funny when you he's talk. The, he's the one that has he's the one that has uh, fandom outside of Power Ranger circles that are equal to his fandom in Power Rangers. Well, none of the other Rangers can really say that. So, uh, Bryn, like none of them can. Bryn, when I when her and I first started dating, she came over and she saw my Johnny Umbosh signed Black Ranger poster. Yeah, and she was like, "Why is why did he sign that? What voice did he do?" And I go, "Oh no, he was the Black Ranger." Yeah, like <laughs> he yeah, acted that's, in it. There's people. 
that know Johnny on Bosch from that and have no idea that he yeah. is a Power Ranger. You know, one of the one of the more important Power Rangers. You know, that he was in the movie. Yeah, that he was. Yeah, exactly. That's that's crazy. You know, but that's he's the only one that can say that that he has as big of a presence outside of Power Rangers in what he does. If you think about the most iconic line in the Power Rangers movie, it is, "I'm a frog." He has some of the best lines. Like, yeah. all, like he's. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> He's the funniest. Yeah. Johnny killed it, man. Yeah. So while we are, we are we're more... looking to the future right now, let's yeah. go back yeah. to the sad moment where we realized that we were no longer with our friends. And yeah, that this would is, be. This is October 28th, 1994. Again, Jerry P. Jacobs, like we said. Cheryl Saban, still, uh, still writing. And uh, this is called Zed's Monster Mash. Amazing name because this is a Halloween episode. Yes. We open up on the exterior and of the Angel Grove Gym and Juice Bar. For those of you that are listening to this when they, this one comes out, this is December now? Yeah. We recorded this on Halloween. Pretty, yeah, yeah. This is this is <laughs> This is Halloween weekend. So this is very fitting for us. Yes. But yeah, we open on the exterior, Halloween decorations are up, then we cut to the inside and we see more Halloween decorations and we see a kid being a uh, his dad walking him in, and he's dressed as a Blue Ranger, yes. and passed by him is Billy, who's dressed as a mad scientist, and he kind of gives us a little smirk as he looks down at the Blue Ranger, like, yeah. And Kimberly's given the instructions. He's like, parents, when you bring your kids, sign them in. Yeah. When you take them, sign them out. We need to know where they are at. Responsible. Yes. Very responsible. Kimberly's dressed as like a jester doll. But. <laughs> like, I got I wanted to talk about this. Kimberly's, it's like a jester doll thing. Yes. Cutesy jester doll. But she doesn't have any jester makeup. She just has like this weird jester They're not, not going to put clown makeup on her face. They're not going to hide Amy Jo behind anything. She, I bet she would look beautiful though. <laughs> but at this point, they are talking about the world this is, yeah, summit. This, is, this is the most damning thing, which is Billy talking about the peace conference. Yeah, when this comes up, we're sitting here and I go, Something has happened. Yeah. They're setting it up for everything. Mm -hmm. Because in our minds, they left and they did no way to set it up. They had no way. So we thought they filmed this out of order. But <clears throat> it's, it's just, this is it. Boys, yeah. girls, dudes, dudettes. They say, uh, what would happen to our brothers, ranger team? Boys, yeah, all that. Yeah, they say, what if one of us got chosen? What happens to the ranger team? They're like, oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. What happens if Tommy gets chosen? He just got these white ranger powers. Yeah, it, it, it kind of dawns on them in a grim fashion, kind of like it dawned on us in a grim fashion, like, oh, this is it. Yeah. Oh, God, this is it. I'm losing my Walter. <sighs> I got to take a moment. Honestly, that kind of just hit me. Walter Manuel Jones. You will see him again. Well, you'll hear him again. <laughs> I'll hear him again, yeah. You'll hear him in Forever uh, Red in 25 years. You know what? And he does some other, like, you know, God dang it, we're going to re review Brink one day <laughs> so I can see him again. <laughs> we'll review well, his season of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Oh, just keep the Zach man in my life. Uh, yeah, this is, like, it is just more and more apparent because this is all we get is Tommy... Billy and Kimberly, as far as new footage. Yeah. Like, and and we, we did a tiny, tiny little sneak peek ahead of time just to make sure that we're not 
wrong. Yeah, not putting the foots in the mouth. Yeah. And we just just to confirm it. And yeah, this is it, guys. Yeah. Uh, so Tommy comes in. And he's all, I, I just, just spoke, spoke to them. I just spoke to Jason. He's picking up Trini and Zach. They'll be here later. Cool. So that's how we know. Like, yeah. oh, where are they? Oh, yeah, they're they're out there. Yeah, and they still exist in this world, technically. For six more episodes. Yeah, uh, Ernie comes in, and he's got he's got a like a Michael Jackson kind of thing. Going he's like on. he's like Elvis Jackson. He's like Elvis, Bruno Mars pre Bruno Mars. Elvis Sinatra. So Bruno Mars in Honeymoon in Vegas. Yes. So Bruno Hernandez. Yes. Where he's a little boy, adorably singing uh, "Fools Russian or uh, "Can't Can't Stop Falling." Was that Bruno you. Mars? Yeah, dude. I just taught that to the boys today. Well, David and Alex, because I made Alex watch, because, you know, Alex is a Nick Cage nut. He's never seen Honeymoon in Vegas. So I, I showed him Honeymoon in Vegas, and Bruno, they're like, they're, it's an Elvis convention, because if you didn't know, everyone, that's 24-7 here in Vegas. It's not true at all. I know, but that was just, you know, perception. It's just like my cousins, when I, when I originally moved here to Vegas, and when we'd come visit in the summer, they're like, you do any gambling? You know, it's like everyone thinks it's just... You do any gambling? Yeah, man, I've been playing Pogs real hard out <laughs> yeah. here. Just yeah. slamming. Yeah, I'm gambling. I'm taking big risks in my life. I'm making a Power Rangers podcast. <laughs> I'm gambling real hard. Got those Pogs out. You know what? I, I I got something called the Sewer Slammer. It's just a big piece of metal. I play for keeps, too. Everybody played for keeps. I play for, well, not everyone because it was that's what got it kicked out of schools. That for a little bit, my mom wouldn't let me play for keeps. Because she spent good money on those pogs. Well, I and I said, I'll just use doubles, Mom. I understand that. Yeah, that's what I did, too. I didn't take it too serious. I, if I didn't want to lose them, I didn't use them. Yeah. That's a lesson. <laughs> there were kids that would, like, look through your pogs, and they're like, I'll only play you if you use these ones, and go, no. All right, then. We ain't playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, you know, that is off limits. This is what I, this is what, this will... I'm comfortable using. You can't take my poison token. And you can do the same thing. Sport. You don't have to use your favorites. You can play for keeps with stuff that you don't care so much for. You know, you remember when Burger, King, keeps. when Burger King did the uh, Power Rangers movie collection of Pogs? You got that terrible plastic slammer? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I do remember that. Pogs came in everything, though, man. Yeah, Pogs were amazing. Um, so... What, I was going to say something. I felt like it was profound, but probably not because nothing ever is when, when it eventually makes its way out of my brain and through my mouth. Uh, we're talking about the Rangers going, or well, Walter, Twee, and Austin going. Um, uh, Tommy saying that Jason and picking up Zach and Trini. Oh, Honeymoon in Vegas. Yeah. There's a, so the Elvis convention. Different Elvises, and there's like this one singer is cutting through like three different Elvises singing uh, Can't Help Falling in Love with You. Mm-hmm. The last one is Little Baby Bruno Mars belting it. It's adorable. It's good. And I and uh, David and uh, Alex were there, and I was like, That's Bruno Mars. They no idea. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, see, not profound. <laughs> well, we're back in Zed, and he's lamenting on halloween yeah he was a like so little children dress as monsters demanding treats from perfect strangers that's a holiday i love it <laughs> yeah like love it. they're having a party goldar and we're gonna have a party too i always feel like yes 
Goldar's like, no, we should send our monsters to infiltrate the party. He's like, no, we do it ourselves. Yeah, we but we're own. only inviting one guest, yeah. and it's the White Ranger. Uh, so Babu gives something revealing. Yeah. He says he always wanted to be. He's like, can we dress up? I always want to be little Bo Peep. Mm. Interesting choice. Mm. Oh, didn't expect that. But who knows? These monsters are, you know, they they got, they got, they think, you know, yeah. they have their, they have their own, their own desires and aspirations we never knew this yeah and uh he's gonna develop a monster that can create all of his monsters yeah we're gonna get some favorites yes we're gonna get some we're gonna run it back to some some classics some some power ranger uh some very surprising ones that we have the suits for yeah but bringing some back from the rogue gallery the kids are talking about how some of these costumes are pretty scary and speaking and of scary, Bulk and Skull come in and they are dressed as, as Romans. Yeah, they're like centurions. Yes, <laughs> and they are—they're here to trick or treat as well. Yeah, and this—I'm going to sit down. All right. Tommy says something horrible. This is a horrible mindset to have. He says, "Aren't you boys a little too old for trick or treating?" Guess what? Guess what, guess what, guess what? I was one of those boys. I was a little too old for trick-or-treating, right? When I was pushed out of trick-or-treating. You know what happens? You know what happens to these, these, uh, these teens that you push away from trick-or-treating? They find out about October 30th. They find out about all the debauchery, all the vandalism. They got occupied themselves somewhere because no one's giving them free candy. What else are we supposed to do? Well... Let's be hooligans. This pushes kids into that. If I had a teenager come to my house, trick-or-treating, you getting candy. If you're like, if you're in your 30s, you know, you, I don't care how old you are. You come with a costume, I'm giving you candy. It's Halloween. It should be celebrated, you know, like by everyone. It's a good time. That is such a horrible thing to do, to discourage that. It's a healthy, like, it's, it's a healthy thing they're doing. They look at them, they got dressed up. And these are like some legit outfits. They're they're bulk and skullified, but they're still some legit outfits. They're not really bulk and skullified. Well, he's got they're like a broom. Really, yeah. he, he's got a broom uh, bristle for his. Like you can like on skulls. Yeah. It's it's you can tell it's definitely off, but that may be a prop thing. You know? Yeah. That may be some makeshift prop work. But that's that is so Halloween is beautiful. Halloween's for everyone. You celebrate that stuff. Don't tell don't tell teenagers to, oh, you're too old for that. Because otherwise, all they're going to do is is bad stuff. I live it. You know, like I, I full on, hardcore, been there. And once we were told we were too old for trick-or-treating, well, guess what? We're going to break things. <laughs> That's the alternative. And it's, come on. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't regret the things I did as a hooligan. You know, because I feel like it led to me being who I am, and I'm pretty proud of my values and stuff like that. So I, I'm all about never regret, only learn. That should be your motto. Don't dwell on it, just learn from your mistakes. And I know firsthand, like, if I didn't have that, you know, I, you know, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have done that stuff if I was allowed to trick-or-treat. But, yeah, straight up, come around 16, 17, too big. Go away, you know, not giving you candy. Hmm. That sucks, dude. That's horrible. Everyone should experience Halloween. That's that's a wonderful time. But yeah, that's what Tommy says, like a butt nut. So to rebel on this, Bulk reaches into the bowl of candy and he takes a big handful, he puts it in his mouth, and they're like, Bulk, I wouldn't do that. 
and then he puts them in there and they're all red hots and he just kind of drips yeah it looks like red looks like his mouth mouth. is is bleeding yeah because yeah kimberly does it very cute though just all red hots yeah and yeah he he He, bobs for apples he sticks his whole top of his body into there yeah pulls out an apple just to to watch out the red hot yeah his apple stuck in his mouth kind of like a pig uh skull pulls it out and just yeah just dribbling red like he like he like like he he bit off his tongue you know it's it's, um pretty funny it's it's a good bit but yeah i just wanted to say that sucks don't do that those guys will never learn trick-or-treating for everyone and and also they're not in a good environment to learn yeah so back in Lutet's palace yeah he says okay putties disguise yourself as children and lure the white ranger away which they do they come in as horrifying power rangers Ugh. and like they take out the kids trick or treating and tommy takes out this group of horrendous monsters monster rangers like uh, immediately guys the uh, red shoe or the, the uh, black shoe covers and black gloves should yeah. be a red flag where have you seen this kind of stuff before? And the Z's on their belts. Like, something's fishy about this. These helmets are horrendous, guys. Like, one of them is the helmet of Bail, and the other one is the helmet... <laughs> <laughs> Go on, yeah. Man, I don't know any other demon names. Uh, yeah, um... I got, hold on. Uh, Bail... Bezelbub. Yeah, Bezelbub. Uh, uh, you got uh, Pazuzu. Yeah, Pazuzu. Uh, you got. Um, oh, I just had it. Oh. You know, this may be a worthwhile bit to look up. Azazel. Yeah. Um, is this Samael so, one? I'm going to use these ones. Okay. Two, three, four, five, six. I'm not going to use Lucifer. Belial. Yeah. So, these, are, these six kids come in and they've got the Z on their belt and they have horrifying... These helmets are disgusting. Yeah, and they're not the yeah they're not the Power Rangers. One of them is like Azazel, Kane, Nero, Bail, Legion. Yeah, these are horrible. And Judas Iscariot. Yeah, these are horrible, horrible helmets. Yeah, and my like maybe they're like they tried, you know, they tried, but these things are like purposefully like horrendous you yeah. know purpose like it's got silver coming in like the horns coming. yeah around. these are yeah these are terrifying. helmets forged in hell yeah these are terrifying on purpose so <laughs> whoa these these kids but tom is like all right you know cool he goes all right are you guys ready to go and they say nothing he goes oh you guys got to keep your identities a secret huh yeah they all don't right, speak we'll do because it. they're demons <laughs> um bulk's 
Bulk's like, man, there's a lot of Power Rangers around here just scoffing at it. And Skull's like, yeah, but they're real small. And then it dawns on Bulk. Ooh. Can the Power Rangers change their size? Not yet. They don't go from big to little. They yeah. do go from little to big. Yeah. Like he's, he, but he's, he goes, you don't think one of them might really be a Power Ranger? And he's like, yeah, they've got some superpowers, man. We got to, we got to explore this vein. Yeah. This may be something. Let's find out. Yeah. And they run off. That's their plan. They're like, we're going to shake down these kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to see if any of them are really Power Rangers. Billy walks out with a demon. I just wanted to put that there. <laughs> so Zed is like, all right, it's time for our first annual Dark Dimension Monster Mash, and they are having a great time. Yeah. And uh, Goldar's like, I gathered all of your favorites. Yeah. Uh, we, I guess I guess Zed went through Finster's book or yeah. something, and then like he dabbled a little bit of his own. He's like, I want these, I want these, I want these. Yeah, 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 these are good, you know. And Goldar got that list. And he condensed it. And he's like, "All right, we got him." You know, All right, and they're they ready made, to go. They made their Halloween gravestone monster. Yeah, bud. Who is uh, who's he's who, a good boy. He is he, President Gravestone in in Die Ranger, who's just everything. There's God, watch that episode, and oh, I the the, the Gorma idiots are a treat. But um, yeah. So well, I actually really like this next part. Aside from the bag snatch, yeah. Uh, they are mining like this vein. Demasking or unmasking, whatever. Yeah, and they say, "Okay, little Red Ranger," and they rip the mask off, and all of the kids turn around and silly string them. Yeah, the Red Ranger under the mask is a little girl. Yeah, and I really like the message of anybody could be a Power Ranger. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter which color you want to be; it's just the suit. It matters what you are underneath. That's always been paramount. It's anyone could be a Power Ranger. It's why I don't like these muscle suits that they put out now. Because it states that only boys can be Red Rangers. Yeah, it got, like puts this yeah image. What about Lauren Sheba? Yeah, yeah. Like, like and and uh and um and Hyperforce. Well, yeah, like that. I finally have a Ranger I could cosplay <laughs> accurately because I'm just I, I'm a big shouldered boy, you know. Yeah, I could do up till this point like Magnet Defender. And that's about it. It's as far as screen accuracy. Yeah. But now, man, Paul Schreier, yeah. he, he's now a ranger. You could be Jack. I could be Jack. And that's important. All figures, all body types, you can be a power ranger because it's strength of character. Yeah. doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. It's know? awesome. It's awesome. So it's really cool. But, yeah, they bombard them with silly strength. Yeah. And then There's a mom... cannon off screen that just destroys Vulcan Skull with silly string. And then a mom comes out dressed as a witch, beating them with a broom for you leave these kids alone. Yeah, they're like because they're and, bag they're bag snatching. She thinks. Yeah, and they did they did bag snatch. <laughs> they did bag snatch. Yes, because Skull. Yeah, like oh candy, we yeah. got that I guess. So they sit on the curb and they eat some candy. Yeah, and then uh, they're like, "What if we cry?" So the like because they see some rangers coming. So yeah. Kids dressed as rangers. It's like, what if we cry, and then they'll have to come help us? Yeah. So they start crying, and the kids walk by, and they're like, weirdos. I guess that didn't work. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. So, Zed lays down the law. There are no mistakes. Yeah. Get the White Ranger. Yeah. And he does. He comes yeah. down there. The The demon rangers become... They become putties. They snatch up our White Ranger and they take him to Zed's dark dimension. There's a cool fight. There's a cool like backyard fight that happens. Yeah, where Tommy just beats some beats up some putties dressed as a pirate. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, we get fight playing. He does a sick like spiral kind of flip over uh, over a fence. Uh, like it's they don't play fight here. Yeah, they do play fight here. This isn't we need a hero, or maybe oh, no, no, no is this fight. is fight. Yeah, is fight's fight. here. Yeah, we need a hero. I think we we missed it. I think it was in the previous episode. But anyway, yeah, fight's playing here. Um, Tommy's kicking butt. Yeah, but you know, eventually, Goldar shows up, uses his sword to transport him to the dark dimension. Yeah, you ready? But you he says it nicely. He's like, "Lord Zed wants to invite you to his Halloween hunt." Yeah, burn. Yeah, and uh, Zed stoked because he's gonna face the fight of his life. And when the other Rangers come to aid you, he's gonna destroy them too. So this is like all we get of him. Basically, yeah, we don't get anything else of this boy, but we get the uh, what's he called, Gorma, or he's like the he's like the key key father. Yeah, Something he's like, he's the weird one that steals he takes, the souls. He opens children's chests like cabinets and, and takes he their souls, puts them in puppets. So it, all he does in this world is he's the dimension gatekeeper. Yeah, he opens the dimension for Tommy to go through, and he has a very funny voice. I will admit that they they did a great job with his voice. And yeah, all, which key is it? And he's just oh, I'll just use my master key, and he pulls out a big one that he sticks in, and he turns yeah. it. So Tommy's transported there, and he is he is uh, bombarded by well. What's he called in this? I don't know, but he's President Gravestone. Yeah, but he's bombarded by him and Robogoat. Robogoat. Robogoat and Pumpkin the Boy. Rapper. Pumpkin Rapper, of course. But the good thing is, is Tommy comes in. And he's like, "Oh, I don't like being here." Yeah, it's more. And then Pre- President, President Gravestone Grave comes up and he takes the more. He like wrestles the morpher out of his hand Give a little bit. That. He's like, yeah. "That's mine now." Yeah, uh-uh. you ain't doing that. Yeah, <laughs> and he gives them some monsters to fight. Yeah, he even comments like. What are you doing here, pumpkin rapper? I and, thought we beat you. Yeah. And he does a little rap. I'm not going to do it, but he did a little rap. He kicks Gravestone real hard in the head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's top heavy. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't play. He's getting away. All right, are you going to do the rap? That's one. That's one. It's that's all squats voice, too. This, this, yeah, I'm just doing the one. Uh, so Kimberly and Billy are at the juice bar, and they're like, have you seen Jason, Zach, and Trini? They're like, oh, they're still at the elementary school. Yeah, I guess they're still chaperoning at the elementary school. What about Tommy? I don't hmm. know. I haven't seen him either. Nice, Ernie. Cool. <laughs> Real cool, dude. You saw him walk out with those demon children. Yeah. You saw him leave with Bael. Uh Billy notes that since they have the check-in list, every kid is accounted for. So what about the kids that have Jason second or second? Jason that's true. What about the, what about the, <laughs> what about the kids that walked out with Tommy? They're demons. Who were those kids? That's what they're wondering. It's like, so who did Tommy go with? Yeah. So that's what they're, that's, the red flag for him. Yes. It's like, okay, well, let's teleport to command center because Kimberly doesn't have a good feeling about this. Of course, that's her boyfriend. And also, why didn't anyone look at those things? Those demons. Yeah. The Oh, my. The, why didn't anyone look at those Germo del Toro machinations? You know, these 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 H.R. Giger monstrosities. You know, why these Clive Barker demons, you know, no one batted an eye at those horrendous things that walked in. Do you ever listen to Super Ego? Super Ego, no. Okay, well, never mind. Uh, so they see into the dark dimension. Yeah, Zordon's like, you're right. He is there. He's oh, fighting yeah, guys, everybody. I guess I should have. I guess I should have contacted or looked into it myself. But yeah, he's fighting a bunch of monsters in the graveyard. And Pumpkin Rapper has a big hole in his crotch. But well, you know that's that's neither, not, neither here nor there. It's wear and tear, buddy. Yeah, look at that. 
it's wear and tear. It looks like it ripped and then they patched it. Yeah, it looks like it's just rotten pumpkin, so it's good. <laughs> That's the rotten pumpkin. Yeah. That's the rotten pumpkin area. Yeah, right in the gooch. <laughs> President Gravestone manhandles Tommy. Are you telling me that the jungle bridge isn't where the rotten pumpkin spot would be? Oh, you're right. That's the stinky pumpkin patch. It came back. <laughs> it came back. Full circle. Um, I just walked in a full circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. President Gravestone, like, urinagis yeah. Tommy onto the ground. And they're like, oh, I just can't stay here and watch. We got to do something. Mm-hmm. So Billy has a printout is to tell us exactly where Tommy is. They can see him. They don't know where this dimension is. Yeah. And they're like, well, what about the others? And they're like, well, they got children to watch. So when they're done with that, they'll come maybe help they, you. Maybe they'll come in time for this. So you guys got to help Tommy now, though. Yeah. So it's morphing time, y'all. Billy and, Billy and Kimberly are popping on the scene. Yeah. Uh, when they do so, we get some more monsters because President Gravestone does that. Yeah. He's like, oh, there's some more people here. Let's yeah. bring out some people that you might know. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We like it. Um, so <laughs> Kimberly comes in for this kick and it's real she, bad wire she, work. Yeah. It's real bad wire work. She basically. It's actually amazing wire work. It's just bad editing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, it is bad editing because it's stable. It is good wire work. You're right. It should have been, or that that's that was that wasn't on them yeah. for sure. But she backflips with forward momentum in, so she shooting star presses a bunch of times <laughs> like, yes. into into frame as she kicks, um, and uh, President Gravestone brings out. Slizzard before this. Oh, excuse me. When she hits, knocks the morpher out of the hand. Billy catches it and he goes, "Tommy, here's your morpher," and he throws it to him and it just hits the ground. <laughs> yeah, good toss. <laughs> it just hits the ground and Tommy clunks like, around right. too. Cool. Oh. Uh, it's morphin' time. Tiger sword. Yeah. And it's an intense moment. Pretty and cool. We have the White Ranger, the Pink Ranger, and the Blue Ranger. The only actors that do their own voices yeah. or are in the show at this point. Yeah. This is when President they, Gravestone uh, brings in a couple more dudes. The oh, Prime Ape. Yeah, the Prime Ape. Uh, Slizzard. Yeah, uh, and the, the Venus, Invenusable oh, Rhino, Flytrap. Invenusable Flytrap and Rhino Blaster, who's always a good boy. Yeah. yeah he was always a... God, I wish Slippery Shark was there. Yeah, oh, Slippery Shark. So that's, yeah, that's what... That would have made it a legit party yeah. if Slippery Shark was there. Just being a good but boy. But Rhino Blaster is a good hand. Yeah. He's that journeyman wrestler. Yeah. Too bad Sakadilla's not there. Become uh, a ball. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of fun monsters. That's yeah. that's, that's the uh, the point, I guess. They're making her. So, back at the command center, Zordon gets a hold of Jason, Trini, and Zack, and it's very blatant season one footage because Zack has his old fade, and they uh, they join in. Do we get a morphin' time from them? I believe so. But you know, that's again more uh, at this point stock footage. Yeah. 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 They no, just, they don't. Oh, I guess not. Yeah, they just teleport them in, morphed. Yeah. So, the six of them face off, and the one monster that they're going to face as a giant is going to be Pumpkin Rapper. So, it's Pumpkin Rapper versus the Thunder Zords, which Pumpkin Rapper didn't do well against the Megazord. So, <laughs> just run, bud. 
facing, yeah. He, and the White Tiger. I totally forgot they bust out the White Tiger as well. Whew. That's overkill. Yeah. Even if Pumpkin has been enhanced a bit by Zed, like, it's still like an out-of-date model, you know? Yeah. Going up against new hotness. That's uh, It's like putting more RAM in, but not a new motherboard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. But, you know, what what goes down? Nothing. Nothing bad. For, nothing good for Pumpkin Rapper. Yeah, you know. Sorry, boy. Yeah. It's, it's just, just how it is, man. You, you just you, you you were never meant to face these guys, but, but uh, Zed's upset. His monster mash was ruined. Or monster they beat bash. an army. Good thing President Gravestone didn't actually get beaten. Maybe he'll be back. <laughs> we always hope. Um, back and, at the youth center. Yeah. The uh, party is done, and they're kind of like wrapping up, and cleaning up. Yeah. Um, Ernie says the chaperone pro- program was such a success, and everybody had a real good time. It's all wholesome. Why does Ernie have decorations on his side of the juice bar? For fun. Did it for fun? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what goes but, on in Ernie's mind. <laughs> but that's how it is, man. Yeah. It'd be like that. But the Rangers show up and they're not the Rangers. The real Rangers. <laughs> the, the, Bulk the, and Skull. The heroes of the show. The the they Man show up and they're they've got really bad stomach aches from all the candy that they stole and the and fact that they cake. didn't find Power Rangers. They found cake too. Yeah, and then Kimberly is nice and offers them some gummy worms because she knows they don't want it. And then we get a really cool color alteration as they both make the barfing look. Yeah, like the about the about the hurl face. Toss your cookies, and they go all green, and then they stumble out, and then the Rangers laugh at that. And that's it. That's it. That's the Halloween episode. I'm sorry to That's end this Monster one Rush. on a bummer. Yeah, but um, no more, my dudes. No more. No yeah. more Walter. No more Austin. No more. We and maybe we're focusing on t- on it too much because there's a lot of good to come. But they were fun episodes. They were really fun episodes. Yeah. It's just the. It's a little somber, for, for a fan. Yes. Mainly because, like, if it was. Because you know, it's well documented the terms they left on and all yes. that, and and most of the reasons, at least you know, the, the reasons they could discuss, you know, it has has been divulged many many times, you know. So we don't focus on that, but it just it does suck to see them go because they're so, you know, that's that's a that's a big chunk, you know, of your heart. <laughs> that's the original. That is you know. that is eighty, eighty episodes that they appeared in. Mm-hmm. Twee a little less. This was our first loss of uh, actor, you know, like a ranger actor, like a, a regular. This is, this is the first time that happens, you know, and like and we that becomes a norm as the seasons adopt the Super Sentai approach, which is a new cast. Once a oh, what was it Lost Galaxy was the first one to do it. Yeah. Once they adopt the Super Sentai, every time we're going to get a new new set, you know. But like yeah. this was the first time. Like this was the first. There was an attachment. Yeah, this was the first signs that. Things were gonna change. This is the first time uh, there's gonna be a casting change, and that's that's crazy. Yeah, it's a big part of you, man. Next week in the Ninja Quest, we will meet our replacements. Uh huh. And uh, we'll start to see some real blatantly bad things that they're doing. Yeah, to to tell the story. 
in in a, in a sense, it's disrespectful too. But like, I understand too. Like, they got like, it's it's just they could have done better with it. But it is what it is. But we do get to, like you said, we get do uh, do get to meet our Stone Canyon fellas, our yes. Stone Canyon kids, uh, come into the picture, and we yeah we get to meet the soon to be, the soon to be new red, black, and yellow Rangers. Yep. Well, short time away. Next week. Yeah. Jeez. Yep. So with that, I think we're going to wrap this up on this somber note. Great episodes. Yeah, great episodes. Don't get me wrong. Loving loving the new White Ranger. You know, like, yeah. I mean, it's already, yeah, this is cool, you know. It's we're, already, it's we're already on paying the, off. We're on the Tommy train. Yeah. And if you want to get on the Tommy train with us, you can follow us on our social media, on Facebook and Twitter at P Playthrough, Instagram at Power Playthrough. If you like the show a lot and you want to show us a little extra support, you can head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash powerplaythrough. For as little as $5 a month, you can get in our VR Trooper series. Uh, it's pretty wonderful. I'm enjoying it. Uh, yeah. I edit it, so I listen to it. And, I, and I'm, I'm <laughs> on the show, VR, VR always, like I've said, VR always delivers. We, we don't, don't know, know what, what it's, it's delivering, deliver, but it's gonna it's, you're gonna get something. It'd be cool if they did like a mystery Postmates where you just paid them a flat fee and then you got some food, but <laughs> you don't know what it is. Yeah, that's the VR Trooper treatment right yeah. there. That is the VR Trooper treatment. We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song "Power Playthrough." Uh, if you want to go get a digital download of that, you can head over to their website at rainer.bandcamp.com. While you're there, you can get their albums "Disasters" and "In Circles." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, other than that, we've got a new Die Ranger episode dropping this Thursday. Yeah. And uh, for us, it is, it's a new journey. So it's a... Die Ranger is completely, completely, Die Ranger is completely organic yeah. experience. Until we get to Time Ranger, I'm going to be kind of like, oh, this is new. Oh, this is new. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's... That's about it. So thank you so much for listening and may the power protect you.